We here at Ragnarok would like to thank our patrons like Stephen Vest, Savari, Michael Hopkins, Michael Davis, Kelly K. Gilman, Yodlet, Brownie Davis, Chad Swenson, William Wilson, Carl Black, Steve Areza, I have no more names, Michael Drescher, James Burns, Dad Gunner. Thanks, everyone. Hey everybody, this is Alex from Ragnarok, and thank you for supporting our podcast. If you'd like to continue supporting us, you can check out my new game on DriveThruRPG. It's called According to Plan. It's a fate-accelerated game where you plan heists and carry them out. It's uh, on DriveThruRPG right now, and you can check it out. Thanks a lot. Hi, Craig. You're so awesome. Love, Craig. Hey, Craig. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another Ragnarok actual play. Tonight's... We are playing Mothership. Uh, this game is called Collider. Uh, that's what I wrote. Not doing a pre-gen this time. Uh, so why don't we start with introducing your characters? Anybody? Just we'll start at the top. Chris. Uh, all right. I'm playing Wayne Fines, and uh, he's the teamster. Uh, I don't know. I didn't put much else thought into it. He's got engineering, so that's good. That's uh, that's that's real good. I like him. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a simple guy. He's a simple guy with a simple simple thing. Oh, oh, you know what? I got as my uh, what was the trinket? My trinket is male enhancement pills, comma shoddy. Oh yeah, that's important. All right, so uh, I'm James. I'm playing Jebediah Patcher. He's a scientist. Um, he at home uh, he likes to use his scientist smarts to make moonshine and to blow things up in his in his yard with his friends. And he's a he's an avid hunter. And uh, but uh, sometimes with this the company that he works for, uh, I believe we went with Hummingbird Astrogation. Hummingbird Yes, uh, uh, he likes that they they usually hire him on to go and do like surveys and things like that. You know, simple stuff. You know, stuff to help him pay the bills. But uh, yeah, he's a he's a happy guy, and uh, he likes to drink and have a good time. Because he's having a good time, having a good time. <laughs> um. Hey, everybody. I'm Ryan. Um. Tonight I'm going to be playing PFC Bernice Ng. Uh, she is an ex-Marine currently working security detail aboard the Whoa Black Betty Bamalam, uh, which is the name of our ship. Um, her uh, patch she has uh, on the on the back of her standard battle dress. It says Loner. Um, she has haunted eyes because she is a survivor of the war. Uh, and her trinket is that she has the ashes of her uh, sergeant uh, from the war, uh, Cal Reinhold. Oh. Oh, bye. Uh, so uh, the two of them, the two of them uh, fought together uh, and, and he didn't make it. So she carries his ashes in his memory. Uh, and she she generally is uh, not very good at very much except killing things. 
So, you are the three-person crew of the, the Wallow Black Betty Bambalam. Uh, your your part, your job, and what Hummingbird Astrogation does is charts new uh, commercial flight paths. So in space, uh, you can go no to one hyperspace. Can hear you scream. Well, no one can hear you scream. Hyperspace travel takes a few years, uh, and the there are established shipping lanes that, for some reason, if you're on an established lane, it tends to make the trip go faster. Uh, so your job is to scout new potential shipping lanes to find new routes that will take uh, other ships after you uh, between colonies and stations and whatnot uh, and cut down on their travel time. So you are currently on what is supposed to be a uh, five-year mission. Um, you are in hyper. You are in cryosleep. The ship's AI, Vanessa. Uh, does all the piloting and everything for you, and she basically wakes you up if there's something that requires the crew's attention, or when you're getting close to your destination. Uh, so, you are surprised when you are woken up, uh, and you check the charts, and you see that you are only three and a half years into your journey. What? What? Three... We're really early. Oh, Vanessa. Good morning, crew. Yes, yes. Hello, Jebediah. Uh, it's good to have you all back. I have received new orders from the from the company and was instructed to wake you all. Once you have reacclimated, we shall have a briefing in the uh, in the in the main room. Uh, all right, Vanessa. Just get my drink ready, and I'll be down there. Certainly. Oof. Give me one second. I have to get the map of the station into pictures. Um, the map. You guys uh, go through your standard wake-up procedure. Uh, you have a few. You have your, your protein shakes, uh, and you, you go through your decontamination showers. Not decontamination, but your, your wake-up showers. Yeah, I take a hot shower and my shower beer. Uh, so about two hours later, uh, you are refreshed and you are sitting. I need also my copy of the map. Uh, you are sitting in the galley, which is basically the, the communal space on ships and space stations. Um, and Vanessa says, while we were moving through hyperspace, I picked up a very faint distress signal uh, from a space station. This is very odd because we are light years away from any no any habited system. Yeah, so, that is uh, when I examined the when I examined the signal, uh, I learned that it was from a space station called the Marie Curie. Uh, this was of great interest uh, to the to the Hummingbird Astrogation Co- Corporation, uh, and they instructed me to awaken you and divert our course to investigate the space station. Bernice, are we getting? Uh, yeah, I'm Bernice. Excuse me, Vanessa. Are we getting hazard pay for this shit? Well, I don't know about hazard pay, but uh, there would be a significant uh, bonus for um, salvage claims. Made on behalf of the comp- of the corporation. Nah. It's if there's anything worth salvaging. Over, 
some information. Apparently, uh, the Marie Curie was built in the Lycus system 70 real-time years ago. It was apparently supposed to be a particle accelerator. When it was activated at 100% for the first time, though, there was an explosion and the accelerator disappeared. It was presumed to have been completely destroyed, but we found it. Okay, so a particle accelerator gets turned on. Everyone thinks it blows up, but it's all the way out here, out in space. Forty-seven light years from where it originated. Yep, sounds about right. I'm definitely bringing my grenades on this one. That is, of course, your prerogative. But remember, any station equipment you damage will be deducted from your salvage claim. Well, I doubt we'll find any survivors, but maybe we can find out what happened. Hopefully they kept good logs and journals. You have four objectives in this order. There's a a crappy... uh, Well, no, there wouldn't be a hologram. So she says, number one, place a salvage beacon on the bridge of the station or the closest accessible space to claim salvage rights for the Hummingbird Astrogation Corporation. Two, find any valuable or useful data that may be on the station. Three, determine what happened to the Marie Curie that caused it to end up 47 light years from its starting point. And four, find and rescue any survivors and determine what happened to the crew. Well, I mean, they were a space station of scientists, so we should be safe to assume that they kept records and documentation of things that happened. And usually the... um, Stations AI usually records most stuff, so hopefully uh, we got some stuff that we can figure out what happened, at least piece piece together some of this puzzle. We do not know the state of the station. We are still too far out. There is only a faint distress signal. Well, if a distress signal was sent out, then at least there should be some sort of survivor or something said uh, was able to to send out that signal, so hopefully some systems are running if it's still sending out a signal. Hey, Jebediah, your optimism is inspiring. So how long till we get in within range to find out any more about this station? We shall be within better range in approximately 11 hours and 37 minutes. wanted you to have enough time to wake up and reacclimate. Well, I appreciate that, so alright, I guess I gotta go take another hot shower. Bernice is just kind of like staring through the whole plate. Her gaze is somewhere in the middle distance. Right. Reacclimate. Uh, so, is there anything you guys would like to do before we uh, kick this show on, get this show rolling? Um, I guess I would, uh, while I'm drying up after the shower, I would look up uh, anything about the station that might be helpful. Um, I don't really know how much research you can do in the middle of space. There's not really, like, a space internet. 
Um, no, yeah, you know, you're right. So, if you... What, what are your science backgrounds? Uh, let's see. Computers, athletics... Oh, uh, computer and first and biology. Mm. I'd say you could you could make an intellect check with disadvantage. All right, so what I roll uh, d six. Oh, you roll the d hundred twice. Oh, okay. So, uh, what are we aiming for here? <laughs> you uh, you want high or low? You want to get under your your score. Ah, all right, right, so, right. So those are better. Then I all right, so thought. my intellect is 47, so it would be... Either uh, so, it's a disadvantage. So I take the lower of the two, or I take the higher of the take two. The higher of the two. Okay, so uh, I guess it would be twenty-five out of forty-seven. What's your other one? Five. Okay. Uh, so you, even though it's uh, before your time, technically, um, you you remember reading about the Marie Curie. So uh, it was it's it was a space station. Um, that uh, was built, like they said, 70, 70 years ago. It's a kilometer in diameter, which puts the ring at about 3.1 kilometers. Uh, definitely not the largest particle accelerator that was ever built, uh, but the scientists who designed it claimed that they had some sort of uh, novel method to accelerate the particles that would make the collisions be the same as particles that were as, as accelerators that were like ten times its size. So it was supposed to be like this this revolutionary new like super efficient particle accelerator. Uh, and the the first time they brought it up to a hundred percent, like your ship AI Vanessa said, there was a big explosion, and everyone just kind of assumed that the ship vaporized itself. Uh, but apparently not. That's that's mm-hmm. what you remember mm-hmm. from ha- having read, you know, just things. Well, yeah, I mean, like that's that that would, that would go down in legend, especially in scientific communities. That you know, a, a super collider just upped and exploded in itself. You know, so yeah, I guess I would have read about it. It's not, it's not normal. All right, so uh, I'm just getting um, with engineering. Could I make some sort of if I roll to see uh, how I think it might have happened? Like what I could I? Uh, that's a little yeah. outside engineering. That's, a, that's well, like a big ship. Particle physics. Okay. Uh, I mean, if you, I, I'd let you roll engineering at disadvantage if you want to. Actually, you know what? I'm going to say okay. no, because the, the thing is, right. um, I mean, you guys kind of have faster than light travel, but something that would get you 47 light years would take a decade. Like, you, you, you can technically move faster than light, but it still takes a long time to get around. 
It's not like exponentially faster than light like in Star Trek. It's it's the slow shitty kind of FTL. So there's basically nothing I could learn apart from uh, it shouldn't have done that. That got real far. Basically, I'll, Which I I'll don't give you need that to roll free. to find out. Yeah, it shouldn't have done that. All right. So, uh, eleven hours later, uh, Vanessa informs you to come to the bridge because you're approaching the station. You, on the bridge, uh, you do have uh, cockpit windows, so you can see out. You could see uh, the station is completely dark. Uh, Vanessa flies the ship around slowly first, so you could just sort of pan around the station and get a look at things. Um, so like I said, the station is completely dark. Uh, there's only two sources of light. There is a small uh, red light at the very top of the station that well okay let me describe the station first so uh it's a it's a wheel and spoke essentially so you have the big circular ring uh and then there are four spokes that come in and meet in the center uh into a a vertical shaft that would be the the hub of the wheel uh you guys have seen space stations like this before um you don't know how this one exactly is laid out but um if the ring is the particle accelerator, you would imagine that the central part is the meat of the actual station where the crew was and everything. Uh, as you go around, you do see there is a, a large hole in the ring. Uh, there is a, a big chunk that was blown out. You could see twisted metal uh, from on the edges. It was definitely an explosion from inside the ring. You, uh, as oh, I said, I use engineering to figure out more about that. Do you see Sweet Tooth? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like not, where not the explosion where came from. Y- yes, that you. I'll tell you for free. That's where the explosion oh, okay. came from. Um, I, I, all right. Yeah. As for the like the cause, you would have to. You're way too far no, away. No. You would need more data. But, but yes, I can make you, some you, general. Yes, oh, you, that you spot assumed. over there blew up that way. Well, you know, it's not. It's not like a hole in the station. It's like imagine taking a bite out of a donut. Like, there is, part of the ring is just missing. Like, okay, so it's very clear where the explosion was going yes. just by looking at it. Even yes, there's, there's like by. 300 meters of ring that's just gone. Um, the center of the station seems to be intact from what you can see from the outside. Uh, the only light is coming from the top of the station. There's a very slow uh, pulsating red light uh, that's Vanessa informs you is the source of the distress beacon, uh, and on the quote-unquote bottom, uh, there are the running lights of another ship that is apparently docked and illuminating one of the airlocks. Hey, Vanessa, can we get a tag on that ship that's docked there? That is the Betty's Bet. It is a courier ship. Named the ship, by the way, before you decided to name your ship. Whoa, Black Betty Bambalam. Doesn't matter. They stole our name. (laughs) There's a a small courier ship docked with the station. Uh, What what was the name of the courier ship? I'm sorry. Betty's Bet. Betty's Bet. 
In fact, I think that's the first thing Wayne says since he's woken up. Motherfucker stole our name. Well, we better get to the bridge before them so they can so that we can claim the salvage rights. Very good. I shall bring us in for docking while you prepare. Your vac suits are in the airlock. I Thank do you, not know Vanessa. if there's any atmosphere on the ship. Vanessa, is there uh, any way to tell how long that ship has been there? Or what company they work for? As far as I can tell, the Betty's Bet is an independent contractor, but I cannot determine how long it has been docked with the station. Alright, so just as an FYI, while you guys are wearing your vac suits, you get plus 7% to your armor saves. Because it gives you a little bit of armor. But any speed checks are in disadvantage. Can Can I stack my... uh... My, because I have standard battle dress. Can I stack that with my vac suit? Um, I, I will just say that the uh, the standard battle dress uh, is vacuum sealed. Okay. So you don't have to. You you just have to like change out your helmet for the vac helmet or something. But you're you'll be good. Okay. Sounds good. You just yeah. avoid headshots. Well, I mean, avoid any shots because if it starts to decompress, that's that's still bad. Uh, but remember, uh, so while you guys and your advanced battle dress and your vac suits, all your speed checks are at disadvantage. All right, sounds delicious. All right, so I will ask you guys. Uh, there are four airlocks on the sh- on the station. Which one is the Betty's Bet docked at? One, two, three, or four? Three. All right. So this is the Betty's Bet. So uh, Vanessa brings you guys in to airlock one. Uh, You suit up. You grab your gear. Uh, There is a beacon in the airlock two. The beacon is... um, Almost the size of a beer keg. It's a little bit smaller. Um, it's it's kind of like a you know those uh, uh, cylindrical work cones that they put out for construction sites. Yeah, that but scaled Pylon. down. So it's like yeah, it's like two and a half feet tall and three feet wide uh, and decently heavy. Do we have like a hand truck or? Does someone have to like physically carry, carry it through it. the hole? Great. Well, I mean, we're in space. There should be no gravity if there's no atmosphere, right? So it shouldn't be too bad. Well, uh, gravity works. Uh, so your ship has gravity. You don't know what the situation is on the station, though. Right. Well, I need my hands free to wield my weapon, so up to you two. Which one of you wants to carry this piece of shit? Well, isn't that a Teamster's job? Uh, they're the workforce. Uh, I'm just here for sciencey stuff. Yeah, yeah. Give me the fucking thing. It's a wainy. You, you lift the you lift the beacon. Uh, also, so... my strength is at 19, so I'm not carrying shit. I mean, you could do it. You just wouldn't have fun. Okay, 
the the airlock opens, uh, and the light from behind you spills in uh, to what looks like a cargo hold. Uh, it's it's dark and cavernous. Uh, it reaches about forty feet up above you, uh, and there are boxes of stuff. Uh, stacked up, mag-locked to each other to stop them from floating away because you realize as you step in, there's no gravity on the station, at least right now. Um, debris from some of the open containers uh, is just floating still in the air. Uh, the only light you have are the flashlights that are on your suits. Uh, and so whenever you turn your head, the, the floating debris... Like, bits of packaging and uh, empty casings just cast these long shadows wherever your flashlights hit them. Uh, so as you look around, you can see there, like I said, there's two other airlocks. Um, there's no lights from them. Even like the pads are, are dark. Uh, you turn, you see that uh, the pad on your airlock uh, is green because it's drawing power from your ship. And the pad for the Betty's Bet is also green. So everyone can make intellect checks. I'm gonna go over there and disengage that guy's ship and just push it off into space. Are you serious? No, because I feel like we're gonna need more than one way to escape off this place. So we're rolling underneath our Below our at or below our intellect score, right? Yes. All right. Well, ten makes it for me. Yeah, I do not well, make it. I I also do not make it. I'm sitting here thinking about ways to sabotage that guy's ship. Uh, and just a reminder: doubles are crits. So doubles under your score are crit success, and doubles above are crit failure. Um. All right. So the so. Uh, Bernie and Jebediah are just kind of looking around at this mess. Wayne, you you look around and your eyes adjust to the darkness and you notice just the ever so faint there's just this super super faint glow from some spots on the wall. Like if if it weren't for the fact that it was pitch black in here, you wouldn't see it at all but it's just a super, super faint amber glow. All right. Well, I've got bio—I've got a bioscanner and infrared goggles, and I'd like to check out the glow with each of those things. Okay. So the bios... Let me double-check with the bioscanner. Oh, uh, hold on. I got it right here. I was just looking. Uh, Allows the user to scan the immediate area for signs of life. Generally can scan for 100 meters in all directions without being blocked by most known metals can tell the location of signs of life, but not what the life is. Okay. Uh, so you pull out your bioscanner. You instantly get three hits from you guys. Um, right, okay. You also get... Um, all directions. Okay. Um, you also get a hit... About, oh, actually, wait... Uh, yeah, about uh, coming from above you, maybe forty to sixty meters above you. Okay. Um, that's that's all you get from that. And then, then, does that relate at all to where the light glow I saw was, or is it just separate altogether? 
could be, but uh, it doesn't tell you what the light. Yeah. Um, well, it's in the same spot then. It it might be in the same spot. There's more than one glow. Um, like you, as you look around, you could see that there's a few sort of dotted throughout the area here, uh, mm-hmm. but you're only getting the one other life sign. But it does light it and line up with one. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, and how about my uh, um, infrared goggles? Okay, you you put on your infrared goggles and look around. Um, you know everything in here is really cold. Yeah. Um, but the you look where that this faint says, glow allows wearer to see heat signals signatures sometimes several hours old. No, so there, there's no you don't pick up any. Uh, residual heat signatures, but you look at where the glow is, and it also is just very, very faintly glowing in infrared. Like All if right. everything, if well, everything's like dark blue, those spots are just a slightly lighter bit of blue. They're purpley. Yeah, like they're you. You wouldn't notice them if you didn't already know to look for them. But since mm-hmm. you already know they're there, you can you can kind of make them out. They're just slightly warmer than like the background. All right. Well, I'm going to share both of these findings with the other two. Mm. So I'll point at the things, the whatever the glowing is, and mention that it's slightly warmer than what's around it. And, I'll be right uh, back. I, while you guys talk, I have to let Gracie out. She wants to go okay. out. And then I'll point in the direction of wherever the, uh, the life sign was above us and say, something is alive up there. Do you think it's that independent contractor? No idea. None at all. Judging by so the looks what, of this place, it doesn't look like anyone here survived. And you were getting no signs from that glowy thing? The glowy stuff uh, over there, that stuff, it's uh, slightly warmer when I use my infrared goggles, but uh, no, no life signs. The only other thing alive besides the three of us that, that this can pick up anyway is uh, up there. Well, if anything you'd shoot and get behind me. Well, I think if anything's going to need shooting, it's going to come from that direction. Uh, Bernice turns in that direction and and covers the you know whatever kind of direction was up. Up. That's right. It was above us. Hmm. I mean, I guess we could have a hatchway going up. There was no gravity. I guess, though, it's usually there would be gravity. There would be gravity. So really, we wouldn't be going up. We could, but there's probably no way to go up. There there might be a hatchway overhead. It would just need a ladder in in, uh, terms of normal gravity. Right. Okay. But God isn't here to tell us anything, so. Hmm. And uh, being trained in biology isn't going to be helpful without a, a lab. Because even none of the, the, the kits come with something that can be helpful in analyzing stuff that we find on the floor. Well, maybe there's a lab aboard the Whoa Black Betty Bamalam. It sounds like Left this X place gone. basically is a giant lab, right? It was a particle accelerator? Yeah, but that's more of a creationism type of 
uh, lab. I need more of like a med lab or something. Maybe they were blasting things with it to see how it happened. What would happen? I think the word you're looking for, James, is physics, not creationism. (laughs) Nope, nope. No, the world started that way. So what are you guys doing? Uh, are there any hatches of, of, above us? Is there a way to go up towards the life, life source, or is it just... Uh, there is. As you look up, uh-huh. you can see there is uh, a hatch in the top ceiling of the cargo hold, 40 meters above you. Also, can I maybe uh, take a sample of the glowy stuff? Uh, okay, so you, you push off the floor, uh, and you float up to the glowy stuff. You, what are you using to take a sample? I don't know. Is it? Is there something? Because uh, there's no real. It doesn't. None of this stuff really says that. You, oh, you have specimen containers or whatnot. So I, mean, I figure you're, you're an exploration guy. Sure, you have you have a little container. Uh, so you you float up to where Wayne pointed it out, uh, and you you bounce across the wall, and you see um, these this amber crystal that's seems to be just growing out of the bulkhead itself. Um, it's maybe three inches long, and um, seems like it has about ten sides. Each one's flat. Uh, and now that you get closer, you like cut your, your helmet flashlight, and you could see it's just very, very faintly glowing. Wow, this, this thing is fascinating. Uh, and it's just growing here. Um, also, if make I can, a sanity I, save, James. Yeah. Uh, okay. I tried cheating on my last roll. It didn't work. I rolled up for Nunculus. I saw. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> well, fuck me in the ass. Okay. Uh, crit failure. So, uh, wait, or is that a crit success? Wait, let me double check. Does it run double lot to 99, or does it run 1 to 100? Um, I'm checking. Oh, no, double lot is always a critical hit, and 99 is always a critical failure. Uh, so critical success. Uh, okay, so you are you you're, you're breaking. Oh, off thank God! Example? Yeah. Okay. So you, uh, it's it's sort of like a cluster. So the main crystal is like three inches long, uh, but there are little like little ones budding off of it towards the base, and you, uh, you you break off one or two of the little ones into a little sample container you have and stick it back in your pouch. My initial thought was this was the crew, but now I have other ideas in mind. What are the rest of you doing? So you've got uh, this big cavernous room. There's boxes. Some are open. Some are closed. Um, and there's the hatch in the ceiling. Well, first, what's in the open boxes? Or I guess is there are a lot of boxes. Um, there, yeah. You could, you look through some of them. Um, so uh, it seems like uh, some of them, as you get up, you see the labels are like clothes. Some of them were food uh, for like freeze-dried food that would last a while for a space station. Pretty standard stuff. Uh, make a fear save, Chris. Fear save? 
God, I found something scary in there. Uh, so that's my number in the little like pill thing, right? Next to fear. If you're a team, sir, it's thirty-five. Yeah. Okay. And I'm rolling one d one hundred. And just so you all know, if I would have failed, Chris. What? <laughs> oh, is that what I did wrong? No, it's telling me stuff. You put a space between the one and the D. Oh, I don't do that? Okay. Oh, yeah. How's that? There we go. 76. Not good. 76. That's a failure. All right. I'm scared. Oh, I might get to use my thing. Panic effect table. Uh, No, you're not going to panic yet. Check. I forgot to look at the like how much stress you should take stuff. I take all kinds of stuff. I've got one of those first person shooter backpacks, so I just put everything in my in- inventory. Uh, all right, just gain one stress, Chris. One stress, okay. So uh, as you you start looking through uh, all these boxes, like I said, most of them are just clothes, food, other sundry stuff. Uh, Inside one, you see a body. Uh, It's just floating in the container, uh, and it has been torn to shreds. Um, It's it's dried and desiccated, but you could see where uh, deep gouges were made all over uh, this woman's flesh. and yeah, droplets of blood have splattered all over the inside of the container. Uh, not just droplets, big, big gouts of long dried blood coat the inside of the container. Uh, it's a pretty gruesome sight. Uh, not that you can see. It's been it's all right. Been well, I'm gonna somewhere. push this kind of off the side. Uh, it's mag locked to the box underneath it. Ah, all right. So I'm not going to push it anywhere. I'm just going to let these guys know. Uh, I wouldn't look in this one. Someone, uh, someone got fucked up. Oh, oh, really? Um, can I maybe use biology or first aid to see what I can distinct determine about the body? Like maybe how long sure. it's been here, sure. what killed it? Pretty sure those gashes killed it. Oh yeah, obviously. But uh... make a fear safe. Or her. We should probably call her call her, her, not it. Unless it's an android. Is it an android? Oh, it is it is a person. It is a bio, it is a biological person. Do the androids have milk in them like the alien androids? Oh yeah, sure. Um, so I didn't pass. Alright, so take one stress. I mean uh, he did warn me that there was a body in there, so it's not like I would be surprised that there is a mangled body. Not in a there. surprise. It's 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 worse than you were expecting. Ah, okay. Uh so yes. Yeah, so, uh, so it, since it says stress starts at two, so I just changed that to a three. That two to a three. Now a three. Alright. Uh yeah. So yeah, like I said, it's just torn and mangled. So if you want you could make a biology check. That's with intellect. And since I'm trained, I get plus 10 on that, right? 
Just because you have the biology, you get the plus 10. Yeah. Doubles. Yeah, but it's a crit fail. Crit fail. Um, Take another stress. Ah, that's horse shit. You you start looking at this body, and you would swear these are claw marks. Like yeah, big claw marks. But the way they're they're like parallel lines, like four of them in a row, um, about an inch wide and really deep. Uh, something with really big claws did this and you're on a space station? Um, so that's not good. They must have had, like, brought a wild animal on board or something. Oh my god, this is terrible. Oh, man. You two done desecrating space graves? If we don't make it to the bridge and plant that beacon, the, uh, the Betty's Bet crew is gonna be, uh, Kicking us off their space station. Must have been that bitch Carol Baskin. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. That bitch down in Florida. Alright, so you guys uh, start heading up through the cargo hold. You're going to go through uh, the the door. Uh, So you you travel up uh, and you come to an opening. Uh, for what is deck three, uh, there is a mark. Uh, there's uh, as you, your your flashlights reveal on the bulkhead. Uh, it says deck three, power and life supports. Uh, and the the, sh- the shaft you're in, it, from you would assume, it looks like it runs up the whole station. Uh, so you could keep going up, or you could stop and look around. Well, if it's uh, where you said power and and life, right? So um, maybe we'd see if we can get this thing up and running and so we don't have to rely on the vac suits and maybe get some lights on in here. I guess that would be me, right? Uh, well, again, we want we want that salvage right. We want those salvage rights so that uh, we get compensated for this little side trip. I would say let's let's plant that beacon ASAP. Do you think if we turned on the ship, we might be able to lock our competitors away somewhere? Whatever the hell ripped that woman apart? Hell, you're the engineer. You tell me. I just shoot things. All right. Well, out of character, do I think I could do that? Uh, Like lock other doors on the ship? Yeah, if I get it up and running. Well, at least first start it up, get it up and running. How long would that take? Is it going to be... You don't, you, you'd have to look. You don't know. It depends. It depends what's wrong. If it's someone just like turned it off, you would just have to turn it back on. That'd be pretty easy. If the whatever is the power generators are broken and need to be repaired, that would take a lot longer. So that right. you don't know how long it would take. Uh, well, as for let me, let me just try pressing the, the on button. I'll just say as for locking out other parts of the ship, yeah, uh, you could do that with the power on, but you would have to do that from uh, the command deck. Like, that would give you access to, like, lock down different parts of the ship and whatnot. 
All right. Well, let me just try turning it on. And if it doesn't work, we won't investigate further. Like, just here's the switch. Okay. Uh, so the the opening for deck three. There's just there's just one opening. It leads to a short court uh, short corridor. Uh, as you float down, you can see on your left side left side there's a door in the bulkhead that says power uh, and on the other side there's a door that says life support so you go into the room with power uh first you're gonna have the door is closed and because there's no power it will not automatically open so well, you're I going have a lock fixed that well it's not locked it's just uh oh i have a hand welder oh you i mean if you want to weld the door uh cut a hole in the door you could do that or someone could try to make a strength check to just force it open um, my strength's not bad. If someone helps me out, we can roll with advantage. All right, I'll help. So, all right, so Ryan, you can get advantage for Chris helping. Okay, let me see. So let's roll twice and take the lower. Take the better. All right, yeah. I got a I got a twelve out of uh, twenty seven. Okay. Uh, so the two of you working together, Chris, with your with your engineering knowledge. Uh, you know, if you if you know if you push here, you'll get more leverage on the door. Uh, so you two manage to get the door open pretty easily. Uh, the the power station, the power room. Uh, as you look inside, it's a big L shaped room that you would imagine takes up the majority of this deck. Um, so there is uh, there's a big generator in here. Uh, make a what skills you have? Heavy machinery, you said, Chris. Uh, do you I have, have mechan- heavy machinery and engineering and mechanical repair? Oh, engineering is an expert skill. Um, yes, so I think that was I would probably say what make, I make an use. intellect check. Uh, yeah, I'll let you use engineering. Intellect plus engineering. Oh, one D one hundred. God damn it. I don't know what I did wrong there. Slash R. Damn it. Okay. I'm going to just paste it this well, one time when it works. Roll R. 1D100. What slash? That is a slash. Yes, that's what I'm typing. Did our bot suddenly not work? Yeah, see, it's not working for you either. I don't know. Oh, hey, there's there's one of mine. All right, well, there you go. Uh, 24 is a success, I'm assuming, right? Uh, yeah, even without the uh, modifiers. All right, so you, you take a look around. Uh, it seems like the generator is intact. Uh, you, don't, you don't see any visible damage from the outside. Uh, it looks like someone just shut it down. Um, so if you want to just get it up and going again, that's going to be another... Uh, intellect and engineering check. All right. If the thing ever works. Well, it just gave you another one. <laughs> Before I typed it. All right. Well, that's from earlier. 41. Uh, and my intellect is 32 plus 15 is 47. So that passes. Okay. Uh, so you you start fiddling with it and, and it's going to work. Um, what, are, what are you two doing? It's going to take you a few minutes to get it up and up and running, though. Um, so, what are what are the two of you? What are 
what are Bernice and Jebediah doing while Wayne is fiddling with this thing? Now, Jeb's uh, playing around with uh, things that he randomly picks up and finds in, in, in the room. Okay. Bernice? Um, I think Bernice is probably covering the exit. Um, if there are multiple exits, then she's walking the perimeter of the room and just, like, you know, checking in the adjacent rooms. Um, she's got a she's got a HUD linked up with the scope and her rifle, so she'll like <clears throat> poke her rifle into an adjoining room and just like sweep it around. All right. Uh, so make an intellect check. Uh, I'll give you military training with this. Okay. And nothing. I think Craig killed our bot. Mm. It's Craig's fault. Oh, there they go. Now it's coming. It's just really delayed, it seems. Yeah. Well, five is a good one. Maybe it's being overloaded. Yeah, but that was James's role. Maybe grab some regular dice or load up your phone for a bit. I'll see if you I can go find to random.org, too. It'll give you a yeah. random number between Just 1 and 100. Google roll 1d100. It'll do it. Okay. I had my actual dice here, because I remember last time this freaking bot just kept giving me shit rolls. I don't think I passed anything. Eventually, one of mine is going to pop up. Pick up this dice app on my phone. There we go. Random.org. Okay, I got a nine. Nine? Okay. So, uh, uh, so I made it. Yeah, so there's only there's only one way in and out of the power room. Uh, you do a float around the room. Uh, it's just it's just the one the one room. Uh, the door to the life support room is closed the same way the room to the door to the power room was. Uh, okay. As you as you're looking back into the power room, uh, so there's like these these big banks of machinery uh, that are just just rising up um, and creating lots of uh, basically valleys between these these big machines. Um, you see uh, a woman. Uh, Come leaping out uh, from between the machines, heading heading right at Wayne. Uh, she's she's holding a wrench in her hand. Uh, looks like Uh-oh. she's going to hit him. Uh, so you saw her. So you get an action, uh, Bernice. Uh, yeah, I'm going to light her up. Uh, is she hey. is she wearing a vac suit or? Uh, she is. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot her. Actually, yeah, so you wouldn't know she's a woman, so you just see a person. Okay. Um, can I use the role that I, uh, that, uh, sidekick came up with for me? Sure. All right, so then I made it, uh, 24 out of, uh, 45. Well, actually, wait a second. Um, actually, I'm going to not use those roles sidekick gave me. 55 (laughs) if I include my military training. Uh, let me check because if guns are speed, you have to roll a disadvantage. Um, Why would guns not be combat? Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I forgot combat was its own skill. Never mind. Um, yeah, so you're good. 
so you hit her. I need to check her armor. Uh, it's just the instinct, right? Okay. So she gets plus seven because of her vac suits. Oh, all right. Uh, so you, uh, you, you whip up your SMG. Uh, none of you guys hear a thing because no, no atmosphere yeah, right now. But you see, yeah, there's you no sound in space. Flash, uh, and you, you pelt this uh, this person uh, with bullets, uh, Bernice, uh, and her her trajectory just gets completely thrown off by by the impact. Uh, and you you two look uh, and you see this other person tumbling through the air now, blood spurting out of. Uh, the holes in her vac suit. She lets go of her wrench, uh, and it just goes sailing. Excuse me, just goes sailing off into the air. Uh, and she she clutches herself as she just sort of drifts and bangs against some of the machinery and bounces off. Watch your back there, Egghead. <sighs> whoa, oh, thank you. whoa! Both of you also make uh, fear saves. Just Chris and James. No, probably better right, off got, not using the the robot right now. Yeah, I got a sixty nine, which is not. Uh, so I get more stress, I guess. I take one stress. Can I use my five from before? Oh, you know I have my real dice right here. Oh, my thing is missing from my die. Oh, there it is. Never mind. I'm stupid. Oh, 69. That's what you guys both rolled before. I can join the club. I rolled an eight. All right, so you're good. Uh, yeah, there's there's a person here. Uh, she's now bleeding. Like there was a person here. No, she's still alive. Oh, good for her. Uh, Bernice, are you going to fix that, or are you going to let her live? Um, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna keep my gun trained on her. Uh, obviously, uh, I can't. Well. Uh, I guess I, I do have short wave, short ra- range comms in my suit. Um, I guess I'll just uh, you know go on go on comms and say um, uh, hmm. uh, you know we can uh, we can help you or let you bleed to death. That's that's your choice. Which one do you want it to be? Uh, so you, I'll say just because obviously you guys are talking, so you all have the comms. Uh, you hear back, you hear a frantic voice. No, please, you can't. It likes the light. It's, it, it wants the light. You can't turn the power back on. Alright, um, I, I'm going to say through the radio, um, you know, you could have just said that instead of trying to attack my friend here with a hammer or the wrench. I have to stop you. You can't. It, it wants the light. Uh, she she holds out a, a hand and like grabs one of the the things and stops herself from spinning uh, and just sort of floats down to look at you. She's still clutching uh, her 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 stomach, and you can see blood kind of spurting out between her fingers and just floating in globules in the air because there's no gravity. Do, do you want me to have a look at that? I I do know a little bit of first aid. What did it do? How, could, how do I know you're not going to poison me? Well, I mean, we only shot you because you tried to attack us first, so that was reflective, but 
we we didn't come here to hurt anybody. We just came here to 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 look for survivors. And, why and to find out what happened. Shoot you. Hey, Chris. Why would we poison you when we could shoot you? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to do. Maybe Turn the lights work. on. No. Turn the lights on. You can't turn the lights on. If you turn the lights on, we all die. Okay, so so what 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 what's here that's trying to hurt us? There's a thing. I don't know where it came from. It's, 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 it likes the light. It's drawn to the light. Okay. Um. <laughs> who who are you? Where are you from? Are you are are you on that other ship that's docked here? Oh, what are you going to do with that information? I, I, I don't. I don't have to give you my name. Um, is there any skills to try and help her calm down, or to try and figure out if there's any? Um, you could use intellect. Um, at disadvantage, if you have psychology, that would help. Otherwise, it's going to be intellect at disadvantage. Uh, all right, so I'm going to try, I guess, intellect with a 38 and a 36. So 38, I guess. Is that a success? Yes. Okay. Uh, so what do you say to her? Uh, look, look, I'm sorry we shot you. I know uh, we're, we just landed here. We're looking we're just we're not here to hurt anybody we're here to try to find survivors we i'm so sorry that we shot you at first but we please in order for us to help you help us we can help each other here if you could just calm down and let us help you and you can help us how's that how's that work fine fine i mean fine she she kind of pushes down and, and floats down to the ground uh, and stops there. Okay. I, I guess I'll slowly approach her and help her with her bullet wounds, I guess, as best as I can in a space station. Uh, you can make a first aid check. Wow. Uh, 56 out of 57. Okay. Uh, you, you managed to stop the bleeding. Okay. Uh, you, you um, see, so as you get close, you can see through her through the faceplate. Uh, you see this woman. She looks uh, haggard. She's got she's got deep bags under her eyes. Uh, her her cheeks look kind of sunken, and she looks like uh, she hasn't slept in days. So, uh, how long have you been here? Oh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, a week, maybe. Um, how, how did you find this place? I was flying by. Pick, pick up the distress beacon. Trying to, trying to deliver the goods faster. Okay. So you say there's something... Were there more of you? Did you have a crew? Just me. Fly solo. Okay. So um, how do you know this thing... Did you turn off the generator? it back on when I first got here and I was looking around but then, then there was a th- 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 thing 
I saw it was always attracted to the light, so I, I came back down here and turned them off. I, I can still hear it out there, though. It's, it's looking for me. It's hunting me. All right, well, um, my friend that shot you over there, she, she likes to carry a big gun and likes to shoot things that like to hurt other people, so if you want to stay with us, we can get you back to your ship. And my friend Bernice here, she'll shoot anything, shoot anything that moves, really, as you may have figured out. Anything that comes at my buddy with a fucking wrench. Turn the lights on. You can't. Okay, okay, we won't, we won't turn the lights on. Um, um, if we, is there any to turn the generator on without turning the lights on? Can we maybe just get gravity or oxygen? Um, you, you don't know. I, I'm, I I'm asking. the giant hole in the side, we can't get oxygen. No, that part That's is good... separate from the ship. Oh, okay. Um, so, you know, you can get oxygen. Um, but, uh. You you would know, Chris, that uh, if you turn the generator back on, you could turn the lights off. But it's basically like when the the power goes out after a blackout. If the circuits were on when the power went out, they're yeah, going to come they're back on, on when you turn the generator on. All right. And having seen that uh, horrific corpse, I think that I believe this this woman enough that I'm not going to turn the lights on. The generator. Okay. Uh, that that's. I mean, I was I was asking, uh, Chris. I should have been. I should have named it. But uh, all right, all right, guys. Uh, so, uh, guys, are we okay with escorting our our friend here back to her ship so she can continue with her delivery or head back home? Guys. Yes. Uh, Fine, fine by me if she's willing to go. If, if you could protect me, but like to get there, yeah, I, I, I want to get out of here. Let me, uh, okay, so let me put on my bio scanner again. And, oh, okay. Uh, uh, and so I'll look in the your... direction of the thing I saw before. Well, your your orientation changed, um, but you're you're still only picking up four bio signs. So she was probably the person I was picking up before, or the whatever I was picking up before? Yeah, seems like it. Alright. I'm gonna take that wrench. Uh, okay. It's just kind of floating. Yep. You grab it. It's a wrench. Yep. Now I got a wrench. Alright, so you're going to go back down to the cargo hold? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Alright. Uh, so you, you all had, what? Were you saying something, James? Um, yeah, I, I was gonna start talking to the girl that was about to attack our friend here with a wrench. Sure. Uh, but, um, now I forgot what I was gonna say, in all honesty. Okay. Uh, so you guys head back out to the main the main corridor and you start descending. Um, you get to uh, the, the the lip of the door that leads to the cargo hold, and she she grabs on uh, and like just just l- sticks her head through and looks around, uh, and then she she pulls back. And says, what was that? What what was what? You hear that? 
Um, I can't I really hear anything. It's close. No, we can't. We can't stay. We have to. We have to. We have to hide. You, you, you have to hide. Uh, so she, she looks like she, she's spinning around, like she's gonna propel herself back up into the station. So, what are you guys gonna do? I'm gonna use the bottom. Oh, uh, everyone fear saves. Fear saves. Okay. Actually, sanity saves. Yeah, I'm well, more on the sanity because how can she hear in space? Oh, I do not make that. Regular fail or crit fail? Regular fail. Okay. Take one stress. I got a seven. What'd you get? Me? Yeah. Nine. Oh, okay. Didn't say that. All right, so you're good. Um, yeah, so what are you guys going to do? She's uh, she's freaking the fuck out and looks like she's going to run away. Uh, I guess I'm going to try and grab hold of her and be like, "How? what are you hearing? I don't hear anything. You can't really hear in space. Uh, she's she's trying to get away, so that's going to be uh, a speed check. I would let you use military training, uh, but remember, you're rolling at disadvantage because of your back suit. Okay. Yeah, I guess the bot's still kind of busted. Right. Well... If it's a disadvantage, uh, then I crit failed on my first roll okay. with a 77, and I rolled a 70 on my second roll. So either way, I uh, I failed. You take the worst one. Uh, so you crit fail. Uh, so you you reach out for like you. She spins around, uh, and you're reaching out to grab her, and she just sort of kicks off and accidentally just sort of kicks you like right in the face plates. Uh, as she as she uses that to launch herself up, so you don't get hurt, yes. but you just kind of get sent floating down into uh, into the cargo bay. Um, that makes uh, sense. Yeah, uh, and she just uh, so what are used me as a vaulting board? Yeah, basically, uh, and so you're just kind of float like you're you're falling towards the the deck. Um, and so what are the what are you two doing? What are Chris and Ryan doing? Um, I guess I'm gonna. James is floating down. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna let her go. I'm gonna help out uh, James. I'll. I'll see if I can grab Jed and like help him right himself. Um, all right, that's gonna be a, another speed check. Uh, disadvantage. Okay. Can I add my uh, zero G? Certainly can. Okay. This is probably not gonna go well. Uh, nope, a fail, but it's just a regular fail. All right, so you you go to you you pull pull yourself off to try to grab him, but he's just kind of spitting awkwardly and flailing around. 
Uh, and so you, you try to grab him, but like, it's just, your timing's just off and he just like awkwardly spins right where you were trying to grab him. And so you just sail past him and land on the deck. Uh, Wayne, what are you doing? Uh, I'm using my biology scanner to see if there's anything in here that she should be scared of. Uh, no, just four biosigns. And how about the, uh, um, uh, infrared? Make an intellect check. Okay. 32, and my intellect is 32. All right, no, you don't, see, I mean, you see the three of you, that's, that's it. Oh. And her, oh, she no. flies yeah. up on the shaft. Uh, I was terrible in these zero G simulators. Oh God, little woozy, fellas. Yeah, uh, you make a make a body save, James. Disadvantage. Uh, no, I don't. I don't do it. Okay, so because of your crit fail before, uh, you're you're spinning and you just. And you just hurl all over the inside of your of your helmet. Uh, so take a stress. Um, okay, that's fair. You you just you just chuck all over the inside of your helmet, and then you you're blind, and all you could smell is vomit, and it bounces back on your face. Uh, and then you boom, you just slam into the deck. You don't know anymore, uh, and you feel yourself bounce off that. So you're just. You're just free floating, uh, totally blind, uh, nose stuffed with vomit. It's it's a bad day. It's a, it's a bad uh, day. Why do I help people? <laughs> it's always a mistake. Um, I'll, I will say, Ryan, if you want, you don't have to roll. You could you could just catch him if you want. All right. In that now, case, now I, I will do that. Penalties of his failures. Yeah. Don't uh, worry about me. Shoot her. <laughs> he's, she's, so you, uh, Bernice, you you jump up uh, and grab Jebediah. Uh, Jebediah, you feel someone grab you and you're like, ah, ah, and Bernice's like, no, nah, it's me. And so then you you calm down uh, and Bernice, you you land against the bulkhead and brace yourself. And so you, you stop spinning. Uh, you are completely blind though, Jebediah. All right. I'm about to start thinking that this this broad is crazy, and I think we should turn the generator back on so I can take my helmet off and clean it. Um, I will say if you ch- the your, the other two if, with your bio scanner, um, uh, Wayne, there is atmosphere on the ship. There is oxygen. Uh, you could tell it's just it's cold, but it's not like instantly kill you cold. You're muted. Oh, do you want me to tell him that? Up to you. There's oxygen. Oh, take your helmet so... off. There's oxygen. Oh, oh, thank God. It's just so gross in here. <laughs> so uh, I guess I, I do that. I, I take my helmet yeah. off and uh, I do my best to not die and clean myself. 
right, so the, the, the other two of you watch as uh, Jebediah pulls his helmet off and it's just the plume of vomit comes floating out. Uh, and it's just, it's just everywhere on his face. Jebediah, you are just instantly shocked and woken up because it is cold air. Um, oh, God. It feels like yeah, this stuff is frozen in my nostrils. Ugh. Uh, it smells pretty, like gun oil. There pretty quick. You managed to... <laughs> You managed to at least like get your nostrils and, and eyes cleaned up, but uh, you're going to need to find something else to like clean out the inside of your helmet. Uh, uh, is there anything in the room immediately around me that I can probably use? Don't chew on that, you uh, idiot. You can, you can roll... Um, <laughs> you can roll uh, intellect scavenging if you have that. Otherwise, just intellect. Uh, I guess I'll just roll intellect. We just say, what oh. sort of space traveler doesn't have their towel? <laughs> You're right. Uh, I have 37 out of 47. All right, so you, uh, one of the crates that's open, you see has like uh, clothes in it, and you just, you grab a t-shirt, and you manage to use that to wipe your face and the inside of your helmet clean. Uh, while we're here, all three of you make sanity saves. Okay. Five. Thirty-eight. Uh, oh, nope, that's too high. Uh, Ninety-two out of twenty-five. All right, and James, you succeeded? Yes. All right, uh, so where are you guys headed? Oh, I failed. Um, yeah, yeah, I did too. I know. Oh, no okay. stress. All right. Um, I I guess it, is anything like attacking us or killing us? No. I mean, the worst thing in here right now is uh, Jebediah's vomit. All right, let's let's go to the bridge, plant this damn beacon, and let's let's go. If I see her again, I'm shooting her with a harpoon. All right, fair enough. The hell okay. is she freaking out about anyway? I didn't even ask. I was good, but I was about to ask her her name too. Ugh. So what? Why do I? Why am I nice? Next time I go, to, I try to be nice to somebody. Bernice, stop me. I mean, she started off our relationship by trying to murder uh, Wayney with a wrench. So yeah, I mean, but she she seemed like she was trapped on this this station for a while. She might have just gone space crazy. Yeah, that's that's my estimation too. She's just bug fucked nuts. I don't know what was with that body then. She's not making maybe, a lot of sense, but neither does that. Who knows? Maybe she did it and with a maybe she made a tool. I mean, she attacked you with a wrench. Maybe she had something with blades on it that looked like claws. I, I don't know. Then why didn't she and, attack me with that? Maybe she, she lost it. She might be waiting out there to get you. You're starting to feel a little worried that maybe she's coming for you. Ah, Never. fuck. But maybe. Whole goddamn thing you're, you're, could be a trick. Worried. All right, well, let's head to the bridge. Bernice, uh, please... 
take lead. Um, you got the gun. You shoot anything. If it looks remotely like anything, just shoot it. Let's go plant this beacon and go home. My helmet still smells like vomit. Oh, yeah. Are you going to complain the whole time? Because I'll shoot you. (laughs) No, I'll shut up now. Mace, you start to think that maybe maybe Jebediah did it on purpose? Like, maybe he's trying to uh, get you off your guard? Maybe he's working with that crazy chick. I mean, that that tumble he took, that that's impossible. They, that had to have been planned, but when could they have planned it? You were there the whole time, but no, nah, that's crazy. You're a little, a little worried. You might want to just keep right. an eye on. Yeah, so I, I don't so much take point as I uh, as I stand beside them as we go down the uh, down the corridor or up the up the shaft in the in the sp- center of the station. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, keep my gun ready. Not that it wasn't ready before, but I, my finger is inside the trigger guard, and I'm I'm ready to fire. Uh, so the three of you, you start heading back up. Uh, you go back through the cargo hold. You pass the, the power life support deck. Uh, deck four, the the label, the painting on the side says computer core. Um, so you're you're just going to keep going all the way up. Um, we got to plant this beacon to claim salvage. So yeah. It's, By the uh, way, I'm keeping that bio scanner out the whole time. Okay. Uh. That's that's my uh, that's my my theory is that uh, the two of them plan this uh, because they want to cut us out of the salvage deal and uh, claim claim the entire uh, reward. Mm-hmm. All right. So as you get to deck five, uh, which is labeled laboratories, uh, Chris, your bioscanner beeps uh, above you. Seems to be the, the deck above you. Uh, you go up. Deck six uh, is labeled. Uh, it's just labeled crew deck. Uh, you get up to deck seven, uh, and that is labeled collider command. Uh, so and then, wait, is the is the ping below us now? It seems like whatever it was was on deck six. Okay. Uh, and I'll give you uh, the map of the station. I'm posting it in the in the rolls chat. Uh, and uh, so you get uh, there is a deck eight above you. It's labeled Station Command, uh, but the airlock uh, between the bulkheads is sealed shut. Um, so I'll just say oh, you've adapted something. That's that's the map of uh, the other ship that's docked in the the ship, the Betty's bed. Um, so you guys know just being on a space station, the way it's designed is that. Uh, as you as you're passing through the central shaft, you know there's there's basically uh, bulkhead doors that can seal in case one deck gets there's an atmosphere loss for whatever reason. Um, you you seal off that deck, and it sucks for the people on that deck, but at least the rest of the station doesn't uh, get entirely decompressed. Uh, so that airlock seal onto deck eight, the station command, is closed. Uh, I'll tell you for free. Because there's no power, the keypad that would tell you 
whether it was just manually sealed or if it's sealed because there's no atmosphere on the other side, is deactivated. So you don't know. Great. I guess we're going to have to go all the way back and turn the power on. Unless you think we could just open it. Uh, way. Well, we've all got our suits on, so there's no atmosphere out there. It's not. Well, if there's no atmosphere out there, there's we'll atmosphere be... where you are. Right. We'll all be sucked into space by the pressure gradient. Uh, uh, an engineer would know that. You do, you know that for free. Well, you didn't see any uh, big external damage, so you probably wouldn't be sucked into space. Uh, it could be small holes, so you might just be sucked and slammed against the bulkhead on the inside. Hmm. Well, what if we pop the door open a little bit and see if stuff starts getting sucked through the crack? I thought. I don't know. Have you ever opened a car door while driving down the highway at full speed? Nope. Not a good idea. No, no, it's not. I didn't need to do it to know that. Right. Well, I'm not saying I did it. I've seen horrific things happen to people, though. I I I'm I don't believe a word that that lunatic uh, said. I I feel like we should just go turn the power on. Yeah, you know she obviously was a little crazy. I I, I agree. We we should just go turn the power on and just stop fighting with the darkness and yeah, all there's this crap. On the sixth floor though, something on the sixth floor. We definitely probably saw her bio scanner. I probably didn't see which, psycho. I didn't see which way she went. You guys were in the cargo deck, and she went up. So you know she's not in the cargo deck. Right. I mean, we've been using our flashlights the whole time, right? That's the only light you have. Well, I know, but I mean, if there's something out there that's attracted to light, we've been shining lights all over the place. Yeah, my point. You haven't haven't seen anything else. Let's go back and get the power back on. Either she's lying or she's crazy. We already did all the work there, so let's just go back and do it. You're right. right. Okay, so you guys head back down to the power area. Uh, You you already made your roll before, Chris. Uh, So you don't have to do anything. It's going to take take you like 20 minutes to just get everything going to actually turn the power on. Uh, So what are are Bernie and uh, Jebediah doing while Wayne works on the thing? This time, I'm keeping my guard up and... uh, kind of, you know, using the small amount of military training that I have to kind of keep an eye on the perimeter. I'll, uh, I'll let him uh, yeah, use my so... bioscanner if he wants while I'm busy not using it. Um, I don't know, Chris. Is he going to give it back to you? What if he, what if he what breaks if he it while it? you give it to him? Oh, I already saw he's clumsy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fuck that. I'll just keep an eye on my bioscanner. It might slow me down a little bit, but it's worth it. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm gonna keep my gun trained on the door, but I'm also gonna keep my eye on, um, on Jeb over there. Uh, so there's a unusually tense twenty minutes 
while while Wayne works on the on the generator. Uh, eventually, though, uh, he finishes up. Uh, he, you go to the main console, uh, and he he flicks the he pulls, pushes the big lever up, uh, and you guys could all hear the as the the thing just starts humming with power again. Uh, the lights come off, flash on in the in the in the room where you are. Uh, the the door panel lights up. You can see. Um, and uh, you can you could hear like the air starts the uh, you could hear in the life support room on the other side uh, that machinery is turning back on and the, you know the air and the heat is starting to come back. So I mean it's going to be a while before the whole place is warm again, but the machinery is on and it's it's going. Uh, and you, I guess you wouldn't. No, you all have your helmets on. So okay. So All right. I mean, I might look for any uh, any reason to take mine off because it smells like vomit. I mean, you could have taken it. You didn't have to put it back on. It's. I mean, the air's still cold, but it's breathable. Yeah, I know, but it, it was too cold. I I'm 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 a sensitive skin kind of guy, so that's bad for my complexion. Well, the heat's on, but this you know it's a big space, so it's going to be a while before it's. Yeah, going. yeah, it's before it's noticeably warm. Yeah, but uh. It does stink in my helmet. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. Although you're starting to go nose blind to it. You're not sure if that's better or worse. Uh, all right, so you got the power back on. Burp, burp, burp. Right. Uh, back up top. Yeah, let's go plant this beacon. It's, uh, so you guys, uh, you start heading back up. As you, uh, Chris, are you still looking at your bioscanner? Absolutely. All right, make a... Fear save. Okay, 71. There's no way that passed. Yep, 35. No, 71 is bad. So take one stress. So you guys start heading up. uh, And when you get towards the the break between uh, the computer level and the lab level is where uh, the, the fourth dot popped up again last time on the crew deck. Uh, and it does. So you you see that, um, and then as you get close to the crew deck, that fourth dot doesn't change, but suddenly a fifth blip just appears out of nowhere on your bioscanner, Wayne. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sure I'm pointing this out immediately. Uh, uh, where is it? Deck. On, on the, the crew, crew deck, deck somewhere, close to the fourth dot that you assume is that other woman. Uh, and and you now that you're closer to the crew deck, uh, you could hear no the lights, not the lights. There's a fifth dot. Wait, a fifth dot just appeared. It wasn't there before. You've had you've been watching that thing, right? It's been on this whole time. Yes. Just appeared. I don't know how I can make it more clear. Uh, maybe we better go check this out. I think maybe uh, maybe we should turn the lights back off. Well, uh, can we turn just the lights off from here? Or do we have to go to like the main That's control not board? From, not, from the, not from the power room. That would be a command deck thing. 
what we just did head back up toward the command deck, right? So you're you're like between decks five and six right now. Just kind of floating in the central shaft. Five and six, and the command deck is eight. Yeah. And where did that fifth blip show up? On the deck six, the crew deck. Is there any way we can just go straight to seven and not go to six? So, so here's the layout. Um, that that central square in on all the decks is the the shaft that you are in. That's the thing that connect that just goes up and down. Um, so there are openings to all the decks, but you don't have to get out of the shaft to to go through. I love um, how you just explained what a shaft is to a man who builds elevators for a living. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It's like an elevator shaft with stairs. (laughs) That yeah. So the middle square is the central shaft. Um, Yeah, it's basically an elevator shaft, but the elevator is zero gravity. So you just bounce yourself. There's like holds built into the wall, so you can just like pull yourself up and down. Um, So you can just you just fly past, but there are openings that you would see whatever is happening on deck six. But the, the door to deck eight was locked. I see, I that see. Was the All the other decks you can get to, except eight, which the door was locked. All right. Well, Bernice is morbidly curious, so she's going to float up to deck six. Okay. Uh, make Gun a, at the ready. Make a fear save, Bernice. All right. Let's see how this goes. I'm going to try the bot once. Nope, still sucks. Sidekick still still not working right. All right. At least you got Craig. Yeah. <laughs> no, eighty-four out of thirty. So take uh, two stress and uh-huh. uh, make a make a panic check, which All is. Right. Uh, let me double check. I believe you rolled two d ten. And you want to get above your current stress. All right. I did. I got uh, 16 over 5. Okay. So you you actually uh, relieve one stress, and you don't panic. Uh, What about the rest? Fear? Just, no. uh, So a fear save is different from a panic check. Okay. Uh, so are the other two of you, are you going to see what's going on on deck six? So Bernice goes up above uh, Well, Well, Bernice, Bernice is the gun. Uh, you know, I'm I'm just the brains here. So uh, we're, if she's going somewhere and we know that there's possible hostiles, I'm, I'm following Bernice. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, probably the best move. All right, so then both of you also make that fear save. 62. Nope. Too stressed for you, Chris? <laughs> Fuck that, 83. That's too stressed for you, and then both of you also make panic rolls. So you roll 2d10, and you want you want to get over your current stress. 2d10. Are we taking... Wow, I, I just made it. Add them together, and you want to get over your current oh, stress. Add them together. All right. Yeah. So, I got eight out of seven. 
And I got 11. So, no. Current stress is 7. And I rolled, rolled 11. 11. All right. So, you're both good then. Um, I thought you said I wanted to get. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay. So, yes, I'm good. Never mind. Uh, so, you both reduce your stress by 1. Uh, so this is what the three of you see as you float up to deck, deck six. Uh, you see uh, the woman in, in her suit uh, fling herself across the deck, and there's a thing following her. It's like a... It's kind of looks reminds you of a bat. If a bat was pure white uh, and had no head and had a three-foot wingspan, um, no legs, and, like, a three-foot-long scorpion tail? So it's bat. Just this, yeah, we got it. Yeah, it's basically your We're basic bat. bats, Alex. Yeah, all right, I'm sorry. Uh, it's, your, it's your basic bat. Uh, and it's, uh, she. she's screaming. You can hear, no, get away, get away! And the thing just swoops down at her, uh, and it's massive wings. It just lands and wraps around her head. Uh, and the, the tail wraps around her throat uh, and stabs into her with the, the, the point at the end. Uh, and she, So she grabs it and she's screaming, trying to pull this thing off her helmet. Uh, so what are you guys doing? Um, I'm going to take shoot it for 300, Alex. Well, if I, I can't really shoot it without shooting her in the head. There is that. Uh, so I think I'm gonna push off, uh, and, and see if I can, uh, give it a good whack with the butt of my, of my submachine gun. Okay. Um, that is definitely combat, and I would give you military training for that. Hooray. Let's see. Um, I make that. Uh, so it's a 38 out of 55. Actually, um, make uh, before you do that, just make a speed check at disadvantage for your initiative. Okay. Just to see if you're going before the thing or not. Let's see. So I have to roll twice. I got an 88, which is a critical fail, and a 94. So critical fail. Okay. Uh, so you go after it. Why am I suddenly not rolling? Uh, okay. Uh, so you, you, so you, you still succeed though. So you go, you go flying towards it. Uh, and as you, as you get closer to it, you can, uh, see it kind of depresses a bit. Uh, and even through your helmet, uh, because there's atmosphere now, you can hear the, the crack, uh, of her foot, of her face plates, um, as this thing somehow cracks the faceplate um, and her, her scream gets louder. Uh, and then you hit it. So let me roll. It doesn't know you're coming. Uh, so it doesn't get um, an armor save. So roll um, I'm going to say you're just hitting it with the butt of your rifle. I'm going to say just 1d10. It's just, okay. it's just like a club. Yeah, it's like a crowbar, just 1d10. Okay. Um... I got a five. Okay. Uh, well, it certainly knows you're there now. Uh, and it's, uh, it, you, you smack into it, uh, and it 
unfurls uh, and like pu- pushes off of her and, uh, and kind of floats, flies in the air. Uh, and you could see as it turns towards you, the it's like it's like a mono wing, like it's just a giant wing, and the body is kind of in the center, built into it. Uh, and it's just got this giant vertical mouth that runs up the length of most of most of the length of its body, uh, and that thing opens up at you. Uh, it's not it's not pretty. Uh, so, uh, Wayne and Jebediah, you just are you just gonna let Bernice do her thing? Uh, no, I, I said I was gonna shoot at it, and I, I still plan on shooting at it. Okay. Uh, so you, it is it is disconnected from the woman, so you could shoot at it now. It would be combat with military training if you got it. I do have military training. Gets uh, a check this time now because it now knows that you guys are here. Uh, I got twenty-two out of thirty-two. Ooh. Okay. Wait, twenty-two. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, what were you shooting it with? Uh, my uh, my rigging gun. Okay, so uh, you got a critical success, so you impale it and you do triple damage. Uh, so roll cool. your d10 and multiply it by three. You you beat it. So yeah. So uh, thirty six. Okay, uh, so you you shoot, uh, and Bernie, you're you're getting ready. All of a sudden, the, you're getting ready to like pull up your gun and shoot this thing. Now, all of a sudden, the harpoon from Jeb's uh, gun just flies over your shoulder and hits this thing square on in its center mass, uh, and then just keeps going and drags the thing through it, uh, and it just gets. Im- Impaled onto a wall, and the the harpoon playing as it impales on the wall, and you you watch the thing. It's like it's like flapping and, and writhing, and its its tail like wraps up around the harpoon and tries to pull it off. But after a few seconds of struggling, it just it just falls limp. Uh, and then oh, I'm going to give it my dick pills. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and then it just sort of fades away. Make sanity saves. Did you say like it fades away, as in just kind of disappears into nothing, or yeah. fades away, as in it just kind of melts out into nothing? Just kind of, it just kind of disappears. I made that. I got a twelve out of twenty-five. All right, that's wow, just I got a twelve stress. too. One stress. For I you. did not make it. Well, that's two stress. Because it just so you you go up and look at your the harpoon in the wall. There's no there's no residue on it. There's no blood or anything. There's no trace of this thing whatsoever, except for the the broken faceplate on the on the woman. Did is, I just shoot a ghost? Whatever, it's fucking gone now. I you can I, see it. He wants, he wants the light. It was after me. Oh god. Oh god. All right, all right. I'm going to say this as kindly as I can, but calm the fuck down. Uh, so you you look at her. Uh, her her faceplate is just cracked and caved in. Uh, she's got shards of glass sticking out of her face, and she's just kind of bleeding down them as she stares at you. Uh, her eyes are just are just wild. 
I'm fairly yeah. certain I just shot and killed a ghost. How did I shoot and kill a ghost? It had to have been solid mass, or else I wouldn't have been able to pin it to the wall. How could it just fade into nothing? Uh, I I turn I turn to her. Are there any fucking more of those things? Oh. I I only ever saw one. Good. I we, right. there's a haunted ship. This is great. Absolutely fucking great. So the sh- so the station is haunted by giant bat monsters with vertical mouths. That's that's great. Uh, uh, check out uh, James. Um, you you checked the body before, right? I did. Uh, make an intellect check with biology with advantage. So I rolled. A one, and I rolled a twenty. Okay. Out of fifty-seven. Okay. Um, you you got a, a decent look at the bat thing. It didn't have claws that would have caused the wounds that you saw on the body in the cargo bay. Uh, I was afraid of that. Guys, I do have some bad news. I don't think that was the only one. So there's more of these goddamn things. By the way, I've been looking at that bioscanner the whole time. What uh, happened with the bad thing? Did it show up on the bioscanner and then disappear when it got disappeared? Yep. Okay. Well... Uh, Ryan and Chris, I'm sure I should say, Bernice and Wayne, um, it's probably a, a trick. This woman, um, she's, she's probably trying to Scooby-Doo you guys. She's trying to she's trying to scare you out of here so that she can claim this for herself and get the whole salvage right. Um, so I turned my gun on her. So what the fuck was that? Did you dose us with something? I told you we want the lights. That thing evaporated like it was made of nothing. Why? I don't know. Uh, she starts freaking out. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to take this beacon. We're going to go up to the command deck and plant it there so that uh, hummingbird astrogation has salvage rights on this floating piece of shit. Then we're going to raid the computer lab and uh, the computer core and see if we can figure out what the fuck happened here. And we're going to keep an eye on everyone. All right? We're all going to watch each other's back, and the three of us are especially going to watch you because you're a nutcase. Anyone have any objections to that? Um, I've, I've just got my, eyes. Get my harpoon out of the wall. <laughs> Uh, Ryan, make another sanity save. Okay. I'll help with the harpoon. (laughs) That is an 86 out of 25. So you you pull the harpoon out of the wall, uh, and you guys are going to head up to deck eight. 
Yes, sir. Yeah, let's That's let's get plan. some salvage rights. My eyes are remaining glued to my bioscanner. All right. Uh, so your your eyes stay glued to the bioscanner. Uh, it's just it's just the four biosigns of the four of you the whole way up. Uh, and you you get to the door where the airlock is locked. Uh, it the light is yellow, which means manual lock, but atmosphere on the other side. Green means unlocked. Yellow is locked with atmosphere. Red is locked and no atmosphere. So someone right. someone manually locked this, uh, but they did it from the other side. So you're going to have to do something. You're going to have to make an engineering check to uh, get the door open. All right, let's see. I would also take computers or hacking. That would be intellect with engineering. And first, plus 10% on checks made to open these doors. So I've got a lockpick set, which gives me plus 10. You you could definitely use a lockpick for this. I have engineering, so it'll be plus 15. I'm doing intellect, you said? Yeah. So plus 25. Uh, Well, if you're using the lock, I'll let you use speed or intellect, because you're using the... The lockpicks. Okay, so 38 plus 25, which is 50, 63. And I rolled 85. God damn it. <laughs> I was going to say, I got a 57, but you, you definitely higher than me on that. Well, why don't, why don't you uh, assist one another? That way you get advantage. Sure. Yeah, okay. And, and I'll able to do it. So I will I can roll one more time and take the better of the two. Uh huh. I will. I will cover. 56. I will cover this crazy person. This so trick gets it. So you succeed on the second one. Yes. All right. So you uh, you start out, and the the first time you go to open it, there's a big shock, and you, you curse and fucking shit, and then you realize that. You're, you're oriented upside down to what the quote-unquote top of this panel would be from when they installed it. Uh, so you, you realize you, you kind of did it backwards. So you, you <laughs> Oh, wait. This one's the ceiling. Exactly. Um, so it, it takes you another minute, uh, but you, you manage to uh, pick the door and the light goes green. While they're doing that, uh, Bernice, you, so you're watching back down the tunnel, uh, back down the shaft? Um, I, I guess I've kind of got one eye on the on the shaft, but I'm also uh, covering uh, our mystery guest. Okay, uh, so you you're watching. You're and at at the corner of your eye, you see like a, a a moving shadow below you. You just like see something run by in the in the corner of your eye, down below you in the shaft. Uh, and the if you turn and that? look, there's nothing there. When he says, what the fuck is that? I stop in my tracks on the door, the lockpick door, and I look at the bioscanner. Four. As long as I heard him, actually. Maybe I didn't hear him or her. Uh, I'll, I'll ask Ryan. Did you say it loud enough to be heard? Well, uh, so do you guys have your helmets on still? Uh, yeah. 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 So did, you, did you turn on your radio to say that, Ryan, or did you just say it to yourself? I think I just said it to myself. Okay, so then, right. you, don't, you don't hear Then me. I don't do that. But yeah, so you see, you just at the corner of your eye, you just see, you, can, you can't tell what it is. It's just it's like a, a dark shape. All right, uh, I I go up to the I go up to her, um, and I say, "You, what, what's your what's your fucking name?" 
repeat that. I didn't, I you cut off. Did you say thief? Betty. Oh, Betty. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay, Betty. You you've been here a couple of weeks. You said. No, I don't know how long. And you've only seen that one thing. It wasn't. It wasn't here when I first got here. Everything seemed fine, but then, and then I started to to, to hear things and, and and see them moving, and then then it started coming after me, and I, and I had to hide and turn the lights off. And oh god! All right, Betty. Here's the thing. I know your name now, so it's going to be harder for me to shoot you because that's a humanizing detail. You stay with us, and you protect, and I'll protect you. You try to do anything buckfuck crazy like run away again or murder either of my friends with a wrench or any crazy shit like that, you get another bullet. You understand? He nods. Good. Bernice, you kind of know. You you can't trust this woman. No. They're they're definitely uh, in on it. Uh, I, I I give Jebediah the side eye. Jeb, Bernice is kind of staring at you. Make a, make I, I a sanity save, Jeb, by the way. I did well. 36 out of 40. Yeah, she's, she's giving you the eye. You're not sure why. Um, so, uh, at that moment, uh, the, the light goes green and Wayne, you can, you can open the door into the command deck. Yeah, I'll open the door. All right. So you get to the station command. Uh, so you, you push yourself inside. Um, there's, uh, a bunch of, of papers and just other detritus, uh, floating around in here. Uh, as well as another body. Uh, make a... All of you make a fear save. Okay. Hmm. I think James uh, lost us. Yeah, James, I don't know what's going on with your mic. You might, yeah, you might have to drop in, drop drop out, and drop back in. Uh, I rolled an 84, so not good. Yeah, I got a 56 out of 30, so that's a no for me as well. One stress for each of you. We making that panic roll yet? Okay. Not yet. Uh, James, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. I was talking, I was like, after I I said I I passed my roll, and then all of a sudden... Uh, I can hear you. Well, while James uh, sorts himself out... um, What do you mean, sorts myself out? I can hear you. Yeah, so you... uh, There's a body floating. Um, It... Oh, I forgot to write... One died. Um, Hello? I can hear you, you, James. Okay. Just Alex can't hear me? I can't hear James. 
That's no, that's real weird. Uh, do you have you me hear? muted? I can hear all oh, of you. He wants to know if he has you muted. <laughs> we hear him <laughs> asking the question, and we're waiting for the answer, but he can't hear the question. Alex, James wants to know if you muted him by accident. Uh, no. Let me try to mute him and then unmute him and see if that helps. You just right-click on his name. All right, James, say something. Hi, my name is James, and I am playing this game with you. So you Anything? guys Yes, yeah, he just said, hi, I am James, and I am playing this game with you. Let me log out, and I'll log back in. One sec. Hello? Hello. Hi. Alex. Oh, okay, I can hear James now. All right, good. Uh, James. That was an odd hiccup. All right, my sanity roll I passed that you asked me to roll a while back. Yeah, that I got. Uh, so okay. make a few save now because there's a body in the in the room when you go in. I did not pass that. All right, so that's one stress. Damn it! I keep racking up the stress. Yep, that's well. I'm I'm going a little heavy on the stress because it's a one shot. That's that's how it goes in mother. That's fair. Yep. Uh, okay, so there's just a, a body floating in here, completely still. Uh, looks like uh, they swallowed the barrel of their gun. Um, the controls for the lights are in here, right? Uh, the controls for everything are in here. Yeah, I'm turning the lights off. Okay. Well, I, uh, I think the lights were just for that bat creature, right? That was the thing that was hunting uh, you, yeah, Betty, right? Yeah, I'm going to turn the lights off. Okay. Um, Ryan, or yeah. Bernie, if he turns the lights off, it's going to be a lot easier for someone to sneak up on you. Uh, uh, by the way, not saying I'm going to turn the lights off. I'm just, just doing, turning uh, the lights okay. off. Uh, also, Chris, make a sanity save. Uh, okay, it's a hundred, right? Again, let's see, forty-five. Sanity is thirty, so no. All right. Um. <laughs> oh, I think it's uh, worse when he doesn't tell me to add the stress. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you you look around. Um, it's not it's not a huge room. It's just everything sort of ringed around uh, the hole in the floor, like you can see on the map. But you find the station uh, that would control the lights, and you go over and uh, Wayne, you you turn all the lights off. Except now, whoa, that whoa, whoa! Why are you turning the lights off power, for? Though, it doesn't it doesn't go completely black? There's still a few like low emergency lights that won't turn off. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, I'll I'll deal with that. And, uh, yeah, it turns out she was right about the monster, so I turned the lights off. Yeah, but, yeah, but that, that was, I think that was for that one monster. I, it, like, like, I, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I think it there's more. Yeah, clearly exists. So now the lights are off because clearly she was right that the monster likes the light. She said, don't turn the lights on or the monster will come. We turned the lights on and the monster came. I turned Daddy, the lights yes, off. Yes, the lights are off. That's better. It's better with the lights off. It's a lot easier for anything to sneak up on us with low visibility. Well, it's keeping her a little calmer too, isn't it? Uh, sure. Wayne, it's a little weird. I mean, why is Bernice so freaked out? I mean, she should be agreeing with you. They, they saw the monster. What's going on yeah. with that?
Yeah. So anyway, uh, you guys Lights are in the center. Uh, so you, you can look around. Uh, you find uh, controls for all the different uh, various parts of the ship. Uh, there's also a terminal that seems to be uh, the log station where the captain would record their logs. Oh, wait, you know what? While we're still at the terminal, um, could I lock all the doors going into that center shaft except for, you know, just the one in and out of the room we're in and the one to uh, where our ship is? Uh, you could. That's That you're going to have to make a check for. Okay, yeah, I'd like to do that. That's going to be a computer check with intellect. Computer? Okay. So, oof, no, that's no good. Intellect is 32. I do have computers, uh, 42, but I rolled an 83. Uh, yeah, you can't, uh, you, ju- you just can't find the, the right command to lock all the doors. Okay. Yeah, but there is a, a station, a terminal that has, uh, it seems to be the, the log terminal, uh, and you could tell there are logs recorded on it. Um, but the thing is encrypted, so someone would have to uh, computer science or hack it to try to unlock it if you wanted to. All right. Well, well our, our first directive from Vanessa was to set up this beacon so that we have salvage rights. So let's fucking do that first before we do anything else. Right, oh, so yeah. the, beacon, the beacon's easy. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Wayne, you ba- you plop it down on on the deck, uh, and you hit a few buttons in the in the control panel. Uh, and four legs uh, slam down onto the deck, uh, and pneumatic bolts just shoot down into it to try to make to make it really hard to remove. Uh, and then uh, the top starts pulsing with an amber light, uh, marking this as salvage for the Hummingbird Astrogation Corporation. Yay! There, now we can collect our fucking paychecks. Mission success. Now let's figure out what happened here. And yeah, uh, I, I have computers. If you, if uh, no one else does, I also have computers. Well, you're welcome to try after that last atrocity of a roll. <laughs> one of you could do it, and the other can help if you want to get advantage. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Out of character, um, Mike said that while you're playing this, that uh, assist for advantage is a real big help. So. Alright, I mean, uh, my max is 57. What's your max? Uh, intellect is 32, and then I add 10 to that, so 42, so I should help you. Okay. James roll twice, take a better number. Okay, my first roll was a 90. Uh, my second roll was a 43, so I made it. You, you cut it, what was the first roll? Uh, a 90. Okay, so you succeed. Okay. Uh, So you turn it on, uh, and you you manage to get in, and you see there are five logs recorded here. To play first, or do you want to play any of them? Um, I get. Well, our mission was to find out what happened here, so I guess I'll play the first one. I'll play them in order. Okay. Uh, So you start with log one. Uh, it is a video log. Uh, as you look up, you can see the top of the, this monitor has a built-in camera lens. Uh, it's a you know a big uh, you know VCR camcorder camera lens. Uh, but they must have had a, a fancy 
digital recording setup here, which is not common. Um, so you see uh, the screen comes on. It's, you know, fuzzy VCR quality uh, recording. Uh, you see a man with dark skin. Uh, he's got uh, glasses, horn room glasses that are hooked around his eyes. So they don't float away. Uh, he's wearing a lab coat and he's smiling. Uh, he, you, he says, this is uh, Dr. Manhandra Gupta, the lead researcher of the Marie Curie. We are about, he checks, he turns and checks his watch on his wrist, 12 minutes out from our first 100% firing. And it wouldn't be possible without all of these incredibly talented people behind me. He turns and gestures behind him and you hear a bunch of cheers. Uh, he says, we're getting ready to make history. And this is going to be amazing. Uh, then it signs off. Uh, log two. All right. Uh... Uh, a woman uh, who looks very haggard is uh, strapped into the chair in front of this terminal. Uh, she's got uh, grease smudges on her face and maybe some blood. Uh, her hair is is pulled back in uh, a ponytail, uh, and the back of it is just kind of floating behind her, giving her this, this weird halo. She sighs and just stares into the camera and says, This is Dr. Delilah Martinelli. And I suppose I'm now in command of the station. Something, I don't know, I don't know what happened. When the particles collided, it released much more energy than we had predicted. We still don't know how. There was an explosion, and everyone was tossed around and stunned. When I came to my senses, there was just so much noise. There were alarms going off and and screams. She, like, shakes her head to clear her mind and then continues. We don't know how, but it seems the collision or the explosion propelled us across space. We're not astronomers, but it seems we're about 47 light years from the Lycus system. Something must have happened to, to matter during that transit, because when we came to, so many of the crew members were fused to the station. Twelve of them died. Santiago lost a foot, but seems fine otherwise. We seem to be stranded out here in deep space with no means of propulsion and no long-range communications. We activated our distress signal in the hope that someone picks it up, but unless a ship passes extremely close by, we're... She just kind of drifts off and looks at nothing for a second, and then shakes her head and looks back at the camera. The accelerator tube is destroyed, so we can't even try to recreate the experiment. It seems we discovered instantaneous, faster-than-light travel. I just wish we could tell someone about it. And then she reaches up and turns off the log. Uh, log three. Uh, the, that same woman comes up. Uh, she looks a little bit more put together, uh, a little bit more settled. <sighs> it's been a month since we got stranded out here. We've settled into a sort of routine, but because we lost so many people, our rations should last us for a while. I'm not sure what we'll do when the food runs out. Try to set up some hydroponics. It would be nice if we could set that up, but none of us are really sure how to do that. Station full of physicists, and my kingdom for a botanist. She chuckles to herself. Also, Doc Adams says that Santiago is acting strange, I've noticed it, too. He's jumpy, paranoid. The PTSD must be hitting him harder than the rest of us. 
Well, I'll have to keep an eye on him to make sure he doesn't hurt himself or anyone else. Uh, then it cuts out. Uh, log four starts. Uh, she looks a little more gaunt, uh, lost some weight, a little a little paler in the skin. Two months in, Santiago's gone. We searched the whole station for him, but got nothing. Could have gone to the ring, but that's still radioactive as hell, and no one really cares enough to follow him in there. We've also started to see strange crystals growing on the bulkheads. Not sure what they are. I never thought I'd actually want a geologist around. And she turns off the camera. Log 5, which is the final one. Uh, it comes back on. Uh, emergency lights are flashing behind her. Uh, she has she has blood uh, streaked across her face. Uh, you can hear uh, something uh, is pounding on the, the bulkhead door that leads to here. Everyone's dead or dying. And the bastards deserve it. I sealed the airlock into the command room to keep them all out. And I powered down the ship. Let them all freeze to death! I know they do the same to me! She turns and like looks at the hatch behind her. I could hear them. Against me. They they blame me for what happened. It wasn't me, it was it was Gupta's fault. This whole thing was his fucking idea. Bastard got off easy when he died. I'll show them who's really in control here. You're trying to kill me? I'll show you, you, you sons of bitches! Uh, and you watch as she takes the gun and puts it in her mouth and pulls the trigger. Uh, so all of you make fear saves. Yeah, that'll do it. Well, that's one off for a crit fail from me. I got an 89 out of 30. Yeah, I rolled too high. 57. I crit failed. God, you guys. At least regular fail like me. Uh, I'm going to say that's one for Ryan and Chris. uh, And three for James. That puts me at 12. Whatever. I'm going to remember Ryan. Oh, you know what, James? Don't take three. Oh, yeah. You know what? Take three and make a panic check. Oh yeah, so I roll two d ten, Adam, and I have to aim. Well, I did eighteen. Eighteen. I rolled an eighteen. All right, so you you lose one stress. Son of a bitch. Be right back. I just need to grab grab a glass of water. Oh, so after that, uh, you watch her kill herself, and you can see the log just keeps going for like another three hours before the recording just eventually stops itself, but it's just her body I fa- floating. <laughs> I, I fast forward through all of it just to make sure nothing like appears in the room no, there, or anything. There's, there's nothing else. It's just, that's it. Okay. Be right back. So what happened, yeah. to, the, what happened yeah. to the fucking rest of them? I'm gonna grab a drink too. Hold on. Oh. All right. Well, she she shut off the the life support, cut off the uh, locked herself in here, shut off the lights and the air. I mean, shut off the lights and the heat. So uh, I, I guess they all froze to death. Well, uh, that woman you found in the cargo bay did not freeze to death. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess we should try and find out 
what could have happened to the survivors. Uh, well, Bernie, yeah, you, you're 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 talking to you to Jebediah about this, and then you hear behind you, "I'm gonna fucking kill you, Bernice." Uh, I immediately whirl around and and point my gun behind me. From there, the fuck was that? What was what? I just heard a voice. You know what? Forget it. Forget it. Could your cons just be picking up some something? Like maybe there's something they they said say that the the they traveled through space a lot quicker than normal. Maybe maybe the the physics or atoms or whatever around here is still wonky. So maybe electricity or whatever. I don't know. Could be messing with your comms. I don't know. I'm a biologist. I'm not that kind of scientist. Uh, Bernice kind of narrows her eyes at uh, at Jeb and uh, she uh, um, she she takes off her helmet and uh, deactivates the comms. Okay. Uh, the air's still cold. It, it hits you like uh, like you walked outside on a frigid winter day. Um, so, so oh, Bernice, did no. you go ahead? No, no. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say she, uh, she, she, you know, slings her. She's got she's got her helmet like slung under one arm, uh, and the submachine gun in the other. And she says, "All right, let's get back to the mission." So we we fulfilled Directive One. We have to discover any valuable data aboard. So I guess that means the uh, the computer core. Um, so you also all look around, and Betty is gone. Son of a bitch! While you were all watching the logs, she seems to have slipped away. Oh no! Hmm. Where, what, where's uh, your what the bioscanner show? Yeah, but I say, where's your bioscanner picking up? Is she still close by? Um, it I... goes to hundred meters. Uh, I have to look again. I think that was right. Uh, hold on, I got it up. Bioscanner, 100 meters in all directions. Uh, then no, you do not pick her up. <laughs> just just the three of you. Ah, oh, that bitch. First she makes me throw up in my helmet when I try to be nice. I, I, I mean, I... We're trying to help her. You know, and she's doing all crazy things. Well... Fucking warned her if she did anything crazy like this again, she'd catch a bullet. So the next time I see her, I'm gonna shoot her. Fair enough. I think uh I think we could just uh I think we just go now, right? We planted our beacon. We looked through the computer and we didn't find anything too useful. Let's just go. No, I found out that they instantaneously transported here and that uh, the captain the, the acting captain killed the well attempted to kill the crew and killed herself. Um, I, we have to make sure see what kind of valuable data they have here. So we're gonna have to go to um, the, the computer the, core. Uh, computer I will core. Tell you guys, this for free that instantaneous faster than light travel isn't physically possible as far as you guys know. So if this was something that was able to be perfected, this would be like. 
society changing. Like, this could be the most important discovery ever. Yeah. If uh, if faster than light travel takes years, then we're we're probably all people who have like no connections to anyone back home because uh, every time we went on a mission. Uh, we, it would it would be literal years for for our, the rest of our families and loved ones uh, yeah. between between them you know every time they saw us. So uh, you'd be going from Columbus sailing across the Atlantic to hopping on a supersonic flight. So this this would be revolutionary. I mean, no way we see that entire payday, but the company's got to remember us. That's yeah, true. Uh, and Wayney, you you would you're thinking that maybe they're they're going to try to cut you out of this. That's such a big deal. Can you trust these people? No, of course not. And then. Uh, you see, just out of the corner of your eye, Wayne, you see uh, like a shadow moving towards behind you. Just for a well, split second out of the corner of your eye. My eyes dart immediately to the bioscanner. Just three. Okay. So where are you guys heading? Uh, I think our next stop should be the computer core, but I'm not the egghead. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that that should be our next stop. We we got to figure out what happened uh, and if there's any valuable data here. I mean, as far as we know, that creature killed a lot of the the crew, or uh, or the crew just died from freezing or starvation. They have been out here a long time, and the generators were shut off thanks to the acting captain. So we know that the captain, acting captain, pretty much killed the crew. All right, Wayne, you keep your eye on that bioscanner and let us know if you see our crazy friend there, Betty. I'm keeping my eyes glued to it. Okay. All right, so you guys start heading back down to the the computer level. Uh, you you get down there without issue. Uh, the the computer room there's just banks and banks of computers. Uh, you could tell the, these are machines for storing and analyzing massive amounts of data. Uh, everything that would be coming in from the particle accelerator uh, and the collisions. Uh, there's also a smaller group set off to the side, uh, which you could tell just from looking at them, uh, Janie, uh, I'm sorry, Wayney, is uh, like the station computers for running the station, but that's a very small section compared to just the massive amount of space that all the rest of them take up. And there is a, a there is a, there are a few terminals for accessing uh, the computers. Um, so you're going to have to um, you'd probably have to uh, message the Black Betty uh, to her for uh, Vanessa to start a transfer because you you would assume there's no like physical drive that you would have that would be able to store this data. Okay, so we uh, basically need computers to run that? Uh, well, yeah, so one of you is going to have to make a computer's check to basically set up the data transfer back to your ship. 
All right. Uh, so uh, you should definitely do that again, and I'll help. Okay. Oh, my fucking God. You get it All right, so. I know. Oh, God. So a 55 out of 57 and a 98. Okay, critical success. Oh, um, my God. The 98 are rolled first. I was like, oh, my God. That was so scary. Okay, uh, so you, you set it up uh, and you, you optimize it. So it's only going to take four hours instead of eight to transfer the data. Oh, if I use the high fiber cl- the cable, it'll work. It'll go a lot faster. You need a few hundred feet of high fiber of cable. Yeah, yeah. Um, while you're there, though, um, Wayne, you look down at your bioscanner, I'm assuming. Yes, uh, pretty constantly. Uh, you see a fourth blip appear below you, uh, and then a fifth blip. Uh, and then you all hear Betty scream from below. Something's got her again. <sighs> do, we, do we? Maybe it's best that whatever it is is distracted. I, I'm I'm already out of the, off the off the level and and headed down to. Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna like float down uh, and and check on every level. Um, so you're going, are you just going straight down or are you going to like sweep every level? Well, I, I, first I turn to, uh, first I turn to, yeah, I guess I'll sweep every level. Actually, no, no, I for, forget that. Uh, I, I turn to Wayne and I say, which level is she on? And then I say, maybe it's best that whatever it is, is distracted. I know her name, damn it. <laughs> what you fucking... said the time you saw her, you were going to shoot her. Can't leave, I can't leave anyone behind. It's one of our directives. Crap, was, he's right. Was one of our directives. To see if we can save anyone? We tried twice now. I mean, the woman's obviously ill. We'll have to incapacitate her to stop her from running off. This this seems like you should probably be protecting us. You're you're here with us. She's she's against us. She's made that much clear. All right. Well, while you guys are doing this, uh, the screaming stops. Uh, See, it's too late. You you look down at your scanner uh, and you watch as one of the blips just fades out. Yeah, uh, I'll show and then you yeah, watch please. as the other blip just fades away. Fear save. Is that all of us or just uh, Chris? You're, he's the only one looking at the scanner. Well, I'm showing it to them. Oh, well, then yeah, sure, everyone can make that fear. Save. I mean, whether or not they look, I suppose is is different. But when I was saying it's too late. See? Yeah, I'd look. Curiosity always get the better of me, and I failed. Oh, I failed. I failed pretty bad. I also fine. failed. Yeah, Chris? Hmm? What'd you get? 95. Uh, if you just got a regular fail, take one stress. All right. Back up to 12. Go to Ooh, there. All right. I thought I was getting up there. That's down good. there with her. 
And now they're both gone. Well, it's not that they're gone, gone. For all we know, it's just beyond 100 meters, so we can't detect them. You're dead smack in the middle of the ship. You're, there's nothing that's 100 meters away from you. Yeah. Yeah, as the bioscanner shows, there's nothing 100 meters away from us. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, James, also make me a sanity save. That I did pass. 39 out of 40. And while we're at it, make an intellect check, James. I got a 33. Uh, that's a critical success. Okay. Um, so the you, space collation is one kilometer in diameter. Oh, okay. Station is... Well, that's that's the, the with the rings. The, yeah. the, the station that's actually habitable is not very large. Um, the, the accelerator is a kilometer in diameter. Oh, okay. Um, so you you look you look up at the scanner uh, and you could see from the scanner uh, and you see that Wayne and Bernice are really eyeing each other and then they're looking at you and they both seem pretty jumpy to you, but like differently than the situation might necessarily call for. You just kind of got a feeling that there's something going on with them. Uh, so, uh, guys, I know that like we're kind of in a high stress situation, but uh, I'm getting an odd vibe from everybody here. Are we all cool? We're all cool with each other, right? We're all cool. I mean, we're a yeah, crew. Of course, of course, we're cool. We're gonna complete the job. We're gonna go back to cryosleep, and when our mission's over, they're gonna pay us a shitload of money for sca- salvaging this derelict shithole. I don't even answer. I'm just staring at the bioscanner. Nice. Why would he think you're not? There's something wrong, unless there's something wrong with him, and he's projecting. Obviously, everything cool with you? Yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, I, I, everything smells like vomit, and I'm really not okay with being the nice guy and then getting kicked in the face. But you know, it. I, I shot a thing, so I'm pretty cool. I'm just annoyed that there's more things now. Not according to the bioscanner. I I still think this whole thing is just that that lunatic Betty probably dosed us with something. It's true. That's true. That that could have possibly happened. But but our beacon was here first, and our beacon has been planted. So we do have the rights. Well, now we just and we got the data. Well, we're we're hours the data. In the process of getting the data. Why don't we? Why don't we all take a look and and see if we can find Betty? Why don't we all uh, go wait in uh, black, brown Betty Bambalam, black Betty Bambalam? I mean, we we do have to make sure we have to discover what happened, which we did. Uh, we, we're collecting the data now. We placed the beacon. Uh, I mean, we do have to check for survivors. I mean, we know that she was a survivor, and we should probably confirm that 
she is no longer with us. See, I'm yeah. looking at the bioscanner. I'm looking at the bioscanner right now, and there's only three things alive in here. So I think that's a check for survivors. I I don't believe that she's dead. You can't convince me that uh, the the that thing. Uh, the the specs say it works through most metals. What if she found a way to shield herself? Also, it showed. It's also been showing three, then four, then five, then three, then back to four, and then up to. I mean, like, uh, some there's something obviously screwy going on on this ship because you know he, he uh, uh, bet um, Bernice here is hearing is hearing uh, noises. And your scanner is obviously on the fritz. So obviously this collider, I mean, I'm not a physics guy, so I don't know. Obviously it did something to the ship and the surrounding area. There's crystals growing on it. So great. I mean, All good reasons to leave. <laughs> well, first, I want to confirm that this bitch is actually dead so that we don't go onto our ship and then she does something wonky with the data connection and we have to come back in here and find her anyway. Uh, and also make sure she didn't tamper with our ship. Son of a bitch. I hate when people scan- get away. It- it's best if we confirm that she's dead so that we can say we didn't see any survivors. Or that we did, but they were insane and died. Let's get it over with. Uh, so you... Uh, you head down. She, she, it was definitely coming from below you, and the only thing down there is the cargo hold. Um, so you you head down to the cargo hold. It's the first time you've been down here with the lights on. Um, there's still lots of shadows from all the stacked up boxes, uh, but you can all see uh, floating in the middle of the cargo hold is uh, the top half of Betty. Make make uh, make fear saves. Yeah, that's fair. Son of a bitch. Ooh, 16. That's good. 89. I did the exact opposite of yours, Chris. I did 61. That's not good. No, it's not. One for Chris, two for uh, James and Ryan, and then James and Ryan also make panic checks. Because you see her, uh, her face, you can see through her broken helmet, is frozen in a scream of terror. Uh, and something has ripped her in half, uh, and there's no bottom half around. And there's blood floating through the air and staining the decks and the boxes around you. All right, well, we found her. Alex? Huh? Uh, I got an 8 under 10. Oh, okay. Uh, James, what'd you get? I got 17 over 14. Right. Well, so James, you you reduce one stress, uh, and then both uh, Chris and James have to make fear saves because a marine nearby is panicking. Uh, so that was two d ten, and we have to roll above it. You just make a make a fear save. Oh, just make a fear it's, save. Okay. Yeah. Ah, thirteen. I'm good. Uh, thirty out of twenty five. So no. I did. I I did not do it. One more stress for you, James. God damn it, Ryan! You roll two d ten and then add your current stress to it. All right. All right. So that's uh, twenty three. Right, what was that? You cut out. Twenty three. D 
23. Um, oh, okay. This, this actually works. Um, so Ryan, for the next, okay, uh, two days, uh, you have Death Drive. Uh, for the next two days, whenever you encounter a stranger or known enemy, you must make a sanity save or else immediately attack them. All right. Any way to keep yourself safe, Ryan. I'm I'm on board with this. All right. Uh, so you guys see uh, Bernice is kind of freaking the fuck out. Do I see that, or do I just see the bio scanner? Uh, no, you 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 passed, so you see that Bernice is freaking out. Uh, uh, Bernice, unless you want to willfully okay. ignore Bernice freaking out, I think I think uh, I think I want to willfully ignore it. Uh, Bernice, Bernice, you all right? You right there? I mean, Jebediah? I'm fine. Okay. Everything uh, is going to be fine. Yes, yes. Shut the fuck up and back up off me because you smell like puke, okay? Okay. <sighs> All right. So now um, that we confirmed that she's dead, maybe maybe we see, should just go relax in the ship. You need yeah. just for a second. You see you see another blip on the on the scanner above you. Uh, and you, you spin around and look up and there's nothing there. And then when you look back, it's gone. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, waiting on, on the ship is, is the, best, the best bet. I disagree. Whatever did this to her is still around. It could fuck up yeah, the data that's... connection. But that's a monster, not, not a survivor. So um, I'm, I'm perfectly cool with not... Um, getting involved with monsters. I mean, the last one, come on, you remember the last one, it was a messed up bat thing, and this one ripped a human in half. I'm not cool with dealing with something that can rip somebody in half. They got the the salvage rights, right? They can come and get the data with with an army of people. They don't need us. Uh, Chris and James, also, you can make intellect checks. Twenty-eight out of forty-seven. Uh, Forty-five uh, intellect is thirty-two. So no. Chris, you're you're a little freaked out. Uh, James, you notice that the but now that there's more light in here, uh, you're you're looking around and you can see those clusters of crystals on the walls. Uh, and there's more of them. You maybe you you look at the one that you you broke off before, and it's it's definitely bigger than it was. Uh, you know what else can tear a person in half? Uh, and I, I point my submachine gun directly, directly at you, Jedediah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that definitely. That, that, all right, all right. If you're okay, uh, um, James, fear save. Fear. Yep. Yeah. Nope, I do not make it. Yeah. Uh, Ninety-seven out of twenty-three. 
Uh, one stress. That's your that's your I mean, teammate pointing down at you. Listen, you two yeah. motherfuckers. I'm not staying aboard this ship. Uh, unless, uh, <laughs> I'm not staying aboard this ship alone, and I don't trust. That whatever's out there is going to fuck up this deal for us, and you two are not going to go back to the ship and cut me out of this. Am I clear? Yep, completely clear, completely clear. I mean, yep, yeah. There's. I'm just gonna. Yep. I'm gonna point. I'm gonna point up. It's it's it, it's up there. It's up there. Still only three on your scanner, though. I Wait. saw it a second ago, though, right? Well. For a split, you you think there was a blip on the scanner? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm telling him whatever I think I saw. That's where I'm pointing. You just came down from there, and, and nothing went up past you. Look, look. Maybe if I can go to the labs and 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 uh, take a look at these crystals, uh, they're they're growing at an, at an exponential rate. They're they're a lot bigger and a lot more of them now than there were before. Listen, Jebediah, I do not trust you. I I know, okay? I, I know that you and Betty are in on this together, okay? I, I, I caught on to your little scheme here. B- B- wait. The, w- the woman who made me puke in my helmet and that I was about to shoot myself? I, I saw the way that uh, you two exchanged the look. And as for the, you know, puking in your helmet, nobody could possibly be that incompetent. That's an act. Uh, have you have you met me? I, we, we've been we've been a crew together for so many years. I, this, this could change everything, and you know what that means? That means I get to retire on a beach somewhere instead of flying around the frozen reaches of space with you idiots. I'm not going to let either of you fuck this deal up for me. Well, all right. Well, so, we're uh, the guns. Well, why don't we uh, get out of your way then? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like backing toward the airlock of the whoa back Black Betty Bamalam. Okay. I'm keeping. I'm just keeping myself between them, uh, between them and the door because I don't trust them to. Uh, you know, if they go on that ship without me, I think that uh, I think that, yeah, they're they're gonna they're gonna abandon me here. Um, and it, it'll be it'll be years. I, I don't know how to pilot the the other ship. I don't know what's uh, what's going on aboard the uh, the Betty's Bet. Simon checked it out. You don't know. You want to take some fucking samples of that crystal shit back onto the ship? I'm going with you. No, no, no. They're, they're not our ship. There's a lab here on on this on the on the station. We can go to that lab. You can protect me while I analyze it and shoot whatever tries to come in there, which would the thing that killed Betty. So you you can get your bloodlust. I can get my 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 knowledge lust, and we can we can we can go. We can go home. And, and not have to deal with this anymore. <laughs> I can take my dick pills and get my lust. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone get um, their lust. 
As as a security officer, Akash, do I have any kind of security override on the on the whoa Black Betty Bamalam? Like, can I um, can I lock the airlock so that no one else can get on and leave? Uh, yes, I'll say you can lock the airlock. Technically, uh, Vanessa has control of the ship; she can override you on any decisions. Okay, uh, but yes, you could you could like uh, lock down the airlock. Uh, all right. In that case, I will. I will do so. Um, uh, Vanessa, uh, seal the exterior airlock. Uh, authorization, uh, Ing ninety five twenty eight, um, and then I, I uh, authenticate with my with my handprint or whatever. Okay. Uh, so you guys, uh, the two of you, see the the panel on your airlock goes from green to red as it as it locks down. Great. Now we're all in this for the long haul. Let's go get your samples and test them. I mean, I already got a sample. We just need to get to the lab. Lead the way. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take point. Okay. Um, I also right. have my my weapon. It. Uh, I I turn to to the British. Is it right if I? Keep my gun pointed forward so nothing comes out at me. Okay. Just know the bullets move a lot faster than fucking harpoons. I know. And I, I, I'm just letting you know, I still trust you. Uh, you're you're still the crew, part of my our crew, and you, you're the security girl. So it's – I'm, I'm still trusting you just to, to have my back even though you really don't trust me right now. But I, I want you to know that I'm trusting you. Okay. Let's trust each other. You know what? Let's let's trust each other. Mutually assured destruction. You shoot your oh, harpoon at, you shoot your harpoon at me and I'll shoot you. That that's fair. Entirely one of fair. Us, one of us goes down, we both fucking go down. That all right with you, Wayne? Um no, I'm standing in between you two. Not, not good, not good, not good. So you guys, uh, you head up to the labs. Uh, you get up to deck five. Uh, as you as you come up, uh, there there's four openings into the labs, and you can see the space uh, is divided into four labs. Uh, with just a quick glance around, uh, you can see that the doors to labs one, two, and three are all locked. Uh, each lab takes up an equal space uh, on the on the level here. Um, they're mostly the walls seem to be thick glass that partitions them, separates them from each other. Uh, there's also at the ends, if you look at the map, those corridors between the labs. I forgot to mark it on the map here, um, but that is access to uh, the to the collider ring. Um, so there's there's air, thick airlock doors there that will lead to those long spurs that you saw from outside that will lead to the actual ring in case they have to do any interior maintenance of, of the uh, collider ring. Uh, so you could see, uh, so the, the door panels on labs one, two, and three are red because they're locked. The panel on lab four is green, but the window uh, around lab one uh, or part of it is, is smashed. And there is a body impaled, uh, on the on the long shards of glass from the smashed window. 
Uh, so let's do uh, one more fear save. Eighty-nine. Nope. Didn't roll an eighty-nine this time. I rolled a ninety-eight. I I didn't do too well myself. Do jumps. I did not do well. Uh, forty-three out of twenty-five. Well, it's not a crit fail. Uh, so just one for each of you. You're you're starting to get used to the bodies. Uh, again, like the other ones, though, this corpse is, is just dried and desiccated like it's been here for decades. So, which lab would you like to go into? Um, you said they're all locked except for the one with a smashed body through it? Oh, uh, that's That's number one that has the body through it. The door is locked, but the window is broken enough that you could get through if you wanted to. Uh, so one, two, and three are locked. Four is unlocked. Um, so let's try four, because uh, I feel like working in a mummif- around a mummified body might be kind of weird. Okay. And, you know, God forbid the mummified body comes to life. Oof. Do not want to deal with space zombies. Right, so you, you head into lab four. Uh, as you look around, you see um, at, at first you think it's another corpse, uh, but then you, you, you gasp for a second and then you realize it's a dismembered android. Uh, there's part of an android, uh, that seems to be strapped down to a table in here. Um, it's, you know, there's, there's most of a torso, um, the head and the left arm and the, the right arm is gone. This thing looks like it was ripped apart, but, uh, there's part of an android. It seems like Let's the head. Their milk, back. android milk, all about. <laughs> you, you don't want to drink android milk. No, I didn't say I wanted to drink it. I said, "Is there?" Uh, you'd have to look around. Um, but you, you, you mean look not around by the dismembered android. But uh, you you look at it. You might be able to get it working, Chris. Uh, all right, then I'm going to try to get it working. Uh, so make a make an intellect check with engineering. Oh, what is it? Just here we go. Uh, oh, thirteen. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Uh, it takes you. It's good. You you look. It's going to take you like the better part of an hour to get this thing going. Oh, yeah, um, we got four to kill. Yeah. Uh, so while you're doing that, uh, Jebediah, do you want to try to examine those crystals? You said. Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, so what skill would you like to use to examine them? Well, I, I had originally thought that they were like some sort of I, – I know that they're crystals, which is normally geology, but I was going to try and use biology because I figured they would might have been mutated people at one point in time. But uh, now I'm starting to think they might just actually be crystals. What are you going to use? Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll, I guess – I, I, biology is the only thing I really have. All right. Uh, so it's good at fusing. Well, yeah. So make intellect with biology. So nine. Okay. Out of fifty-seven. So you you find a, a microscope in here, uh, and you you flake like you break off a little flake of crystal, uh, and you put it under the microscope, and it 
at first glance, it's a crystal. But then you you look at it, and there's movement inside of it. It's not... It, it almost looks like... The, the first thing that springs to your mind is when you have, like, a lab culture under a microscope. Um, and, like, uh, cells moving around. But it's it's very orderly. More like blood cells moving through a vein but there's no there's no structure that you can see like there's no physical structure um and it's it's very minute it's not blood but there's there's something biological to it but it's also not biological because it's a crystal uh so make a make a sanity save yeah i'm gonna need some sanity on that oh double odd Oh, crit success. Okay. Uh, so you've discovered um, a new life form, maybe? Or maybe it's not alive. You're you're really not sure. It's definitely not not alive. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 it's so mind-boggling, I think. This is just drawing all my attention. Um. <laughs> so you're, you're, like, looking at it and taking notes and making observations and, and doing all a bunch of stuff. Uh, so while you're doing that, uh, the... Uh, well, uh, Bernice, what are you doing while the two geeks geek out? Uh, well, both of my little campers have projects, so I'm just going to cover the two of them with my SMG. Okay. I want to keep uh, both of them where I can see them, and I'll I'll just watch them work. Uh, I'll, I guess I'll stand in the doorway so they can't leave without going through me, uh, and I'll I'll keep an eye on the hallway and on the uh, the lab itself. I mean, it's easy. Like I said, the, the walls for the labs are glass. Okay. Uh, so you, have, you have real good sight lines everywhere. You could see basically the entire, except for where there's like support columns on the on the central shaft. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can see basically the the whole the whole deck from from your spots. Uh, and while while you're doing that, though, you see uh, just at the corner of your eye, uh, you see you see something move behind you by the shaft, and you hear skittering. Just for like a second, and then it's gone. Uh, my my finger my finger tightens. Uh, my 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 grip tightens on the on the SMG, and I kind of point it away from the two of them, since they seem distracted, and uh, toward the shaft. See anything now? Like and you and you stop. You listen. You don't hear anything. Uh, so then, after a while, uh, Wayne, uh, you you get the the android functioning. It, it boots up and it opens its eyes and, and looks around. It's not it's not in great shape because it was mostly torn apart. Oh, 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 hello. Hi. Who are not crew members? No, there aren't any of those left. That's unfortunate. I'm Patricia. I'm the station's android. Hi, Patricia. What can you tell us about what happened here? Well, um, after the uh, collider was activated. 
the station was transported to its present location. And then, soon after, uh, Dr. Santiago began to exhibit signs of acute paranoia. Um, Dr. Dr. Adams uh, believed that uh, it might be um, perhaps uh, a virus of some kind, because soon other members of the crew began to exhibit uh, similar symptoms as Dr. Santiago. Eventually, it seems the crew, the surviving crew, that is, uh, went mad. So, this place has got a virus, and it makes you crazy. It is unclear exactly what is causing the problems. I was not affected, which led uh, Dr. Adams to believe that it was something that affected uh, biological systems. But one of the crew members uh, thought that I was a threat to them and attacked me, which left me in the state you see me now. Tell me, how long have I been here? I have no idea. How long has the station been here? Do you know? I know I've been here for, um, how long have we been here? Like an hour? A couple of hours. A few hours. I know we've been here about like three hours. You know, you know, the station disappeared seventy years. Seventy years ago, yeah. Okay. And it's forty-seven light years away from where it initially started. Oh, seventy years—that's that is disconcerting. Well, if there's anything I could do to help you, please let me know. I am here to assist the station's operation. Although, in my current state, I'm not sure that I would be able to. Be of much use. Um, did the crew happen to suffer uh, group hallucinations? I'm sure of the specific nature of their hallucinations. From what I was able to ascertain with Dr. Adams, it seems that the hallucinations began uh, with auditory and, and visual hallucinations. Uh, whispers and, and shadows, they said. Uh, movements. Then there were creatures that appeared. They killed some of the crew before I was deactivated. So you actually saw these creatures? I did see one, yes. So uh, if it only if this virus only affects biologics and you saw them, so these creatures have to be real, right? Yes, they, they seem to be quite real. Our bioscanners picked them up whenever they appeared. So what you're telling me is they can appear and disappear at will? I do not know the exact specifics of them. And the the scientists on the station, before any before they all went uh cuckoo lala on each other, uh did they did they make any headway figuring out what the fuck these crystals were? Uh, most of the scientists felt that they were not uh, important. I do believe that Dr. Adams was trying to ascertain something about the crystals. Uh, he was working in the medical bay, which, if I'm in the lab, as it seems, would be one deck above us. 
Well, I can tell you one thing about these crystals. They're they're very odd. I mean, they seem to have a life structure, but no structure. It's they're crystals, but they're not dead, but they're not alive. It's weird. I can't explain it. It's fascinating. It is. They also might be the cause of the hallucinations if there's a virus in the air. That's just a shot in the dark. Well, maybe we should pay the medical bay a little visit. That sounds like a great idea. I, I stepped... Um, out of character, apart from James, who took his helmet off, Ryan and I have been in sealed vac suits the whole time, right? I took his no, helmet off. No, I took Bernice. my helmet off. But I have. You've kept your helmet on, yeah. So that kind of rules out a virus. So, Well, Bernice was hearing the voices before she took her helmet off. And I, oh, and I'm yeah, I'm hearing them. So it's I'm gonna I, you know, I'll say this now in character. Look, guys, I've I've been in a sealed. My suit's been sealed the whole time. It's not a virus. Not a virus. Nothing's gotten my suit. Yes, Wayne. One of your crew members infected you before you put your suit on, and this is all an elaborate scheme to cut you out of your your part of the the salvage share. Yeah. And I do just kind of say, yeah, after that, to, to nothing in particular, to my inner monologue. So no one no one else knows why I say yeah, but I do say it out loud. Great. So you're the only one who isn't compromised. No, no, I'm seeing things. I'm saying it's not a virus. Uh. Well, then maybe these crystals are causing hallucinations um, or it might not it might not be the crystals but I'm just uh, something these crystals do something and I, I can't tell what's going on but I mean Brittany you've, I, I know I've annoyed you in the past but you never pulled a gun on me before look I think it's safe to say that whatever the fuck is going on here it's not a hallucination did you see Betty's torso yeah, I, I mean, yeah, the, no, you're right. The crew and Betty and the things we've seen, obviously, hallucinations can't kill. They're hallucinations, so they're they're some sort of of thing that's here. So you're right. We aren't alone. Who is Betty? She is not on the crew manifest. Oh, uh, she's uh, on. Uh, she was a uh, 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 another ship that heard that, that heard your distress signal, and she's part of a carrier. A cur- courier service. Uh, courier. She came to help. Yeah, and uh, what's up? Where is she now? Um, in half, I think tube decks below. Mostly oh. in the cargo bay. She's mostly in the cargo bay. See, well, that's unfortunate. Yeah, but apparently she's been here for like two weeks. Well, at least she thinks for two weeks, and she was stark raving mad. Well, I could lead you to the medical bay if you'd like. She kind of picks herself up. That would be. Due to the lack of gravity, I can still maneuver, though somewhat limitedly. I mean, I'm okay with that. Are you guys okay with that? Fine. Just leave. We should probably just leave. Uh, I mean, 
she's an android, so I don't think we have to worry too much about her going insane and trying to kill us. No, no, that's not what we're worried about. Mm-mm. I mean, she also might even be able to help put us in check if one of us starts acting a little out of character. I can assure you, going insane and killing you is not in my programming. Not worried about the android. Look, none of us is getting on that ship until the data transfer is complete. And we have a better idea of why these people all went insane and killed each other. And maybe what those creatures are and how they how they came to be. It's just going to happen to us. It's just going to happen to us. It's just going to happen to us. Ryan and Chris make sanity saves. Yeah. Mm, 45 is no good. I also rolled a 45, and it's it's a fail. Okay. Uh, so uh, Patricia picks herself up uh, and kind of pushes herself towards the door with her one arm. If you'd like to follow me, I'd be happy to show you the way to the medical bay. Of course, and, and, let's go to the medical bay. I have some basic first aid skills. Nobody's hurt just yet. Right. Uh, so you you watch uh, the android uh, surprisingly well, uh, considering she's most of a torso and one arm. Uh, pushes yeah. herself off the table she's on to the door and opens it, uh, and manages to maneuver herself to the central shaft, uh, and then grabs a handhold to pull herself up to the crew deck where the medical bay is. All right. Uh, I. Yeah, I, I I motion them toward the toward the shaft, and I I go last. Okay. Uh, so you are you all heading up? Yeah. Yes, sir. We're being. Uh, so you you head up to the crew deck. Um, so it, it's a little hard to tell from the map, but uh, that A B B C D all the way around. Those are each crew quarters. Uh, each of them is a different is another person's room. Uh, as you get out, there is. Uh, sort of built into the, the deck area is the medical area. Uh, and on the other side is the galley, which in the game is the catch-all for lounge area, kitchen, bathrooms. That's that's like the, the communal space, essentially. Uh, okay. Like galley. Uh, so Patricia says, oh, the medical bay uh, is right here. So you can follow her. You can look around the quarters if you want. Most of the doors are closed. Um and there's the galley too. Well, uh, as the 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 computer biology first aid person, I think I would like to check on the doctor's records to see what. And the one that hasn't really been hearing voices, I think I should start seeing what if the what the doctor here has come across to see if there's something he's come up with and compare notes. Okay. Uh, so yeah. I'm I'm just gonna stick uh, in the in the main area, slightly outside the shaft, and and keep everybody keep an eye on everybody. Uh, what are you doing? Chris, what are you doing? What? what are you doing? Going to the medical lab? Okay, I was just making sure. Uh, I so mean, the two of you. Ryan was leading me there with a gun, right? 
well, he's not going into the med. Like, you could look in the other rooms if you wanted to, or you can go with James and Patricia to the medical bay. No, I'll just go with them. I think that's probably for the best. So, uh, you head into the medical bay. Uh, Patricia uh, puts, uh, opens the door, uh, and you see uh, the, the dead doctor floating inside. At this point, I'm not even going to make you make the fear save for um, Again, another desiccated corpse. This one looks like it's had large bites taken out of the torso, uh, and one of its legs is missing. Uh, uh, there are computers and files in here. You can also see he is clutching a handheld tape recorder in one of his hands. Uh, I'm going to go get the tape recorder so I can listen to it. Uh, you you walk over, uh, Patricia, or you bounce over because it's a zero G. Patricia says, "Oh, that was Doctor Adams. That's unfortunate." Uh, you yes, managed to yes, it's... managed to pry the tape recorder from his literal cold dead hands. You, you have to break like two of his fingers off to do it, but you get it. Uh, you you rewind <laughs> the tape uh, and you hit play, uh, and you hear his voice. Ever since Santiago went missing, things have just gotten worse. It started with everyone getting snippy. I felt it too. No one trusted each other. Everyone was gripped by paranoia. Then the hallucination started. But not all at once. Kuipers was first, then Haynes, then, then, then the others. I lost track, but it, it, it spread almost like a virus. That's, that's when the crystals started to grow on the bulkheads. I, I, I think they're related. It's, it's possible that the crystals are, are a vector for, for some sort of disease, one, one that causes paranoia and hallucinations, but that, that doesn't explain the, explain the creatures. It, but, whatever it is, Patricia wasn't affected, which reinforces my contagion hypothesis. But then that, that asshole Eilerts destroyed her in his paranoid rage, and none of us knew how to fix her. I, I had to lock myself in here in the medical bay to keep them all out. I, they want the medicine. I, I know it. They, they think I'm hoarding a cure for this, that I'm hiding it, but I'm not. I'm, I'm just as sick as they are. They, they probably did this to me on purpose. They want to get me out of the way, those bastards. I told them. I told them to find the source. If I could just find the source of the crystals, I, I might be able to. And then you hear, you can hear a growl on the recording. Um, and then you hear a scream and the sound of a flesh rending. Uh, and then the noise fades out and the tape just keeps going and just silence. Uh, so everyone who's listening to that, which would be Chris and James, make a fear save. Nope, 74. No good. <gasps> wow, a crit success. Finally, I passed a fear. All right, so James, you're good. Uh, Chris, take one stress. All right. Um, yeah, so that's what, uh, that's what's on the tape. You could search around for files if you want. I think I will, because, uh, me and him had the same hypothesis that, you know, these crystals are to blame, but it being a virus would, uh, would mean that it would have to be passed on from person to person, but as Chris had mentioned, uh, Wei has been in a vac suit this whole time, so... It can't be some normal type of All right, so know, make contagion. a intellect, intellect check with biology to go through his notes and stuff. 
11. Okay, critical success. Um, so you, you, you go through his, his papers and his notes. Um, he, before things got too bad, he did take blood work from some people. Uh, there's no trace of any, any pathogens or any, any organisms, uh, that would explain it. He did, uh, the doctor did do a brain scan on himself because by the time he thought of that, no one trusted him to do it on them. Uh, and there are some abnormal brainwave patterns, uh, in the, in the data, um, so there's there's definitely something going on in the brain, but no no pathological reason behind it. At least that at least that he could see in in his in his research. All right, so there is definitely something altering people's minds here. Because you got a critical success. Um, the the strange brain waves uh, he was doing research uh, seem to coincide somehow with uh, faint energy that's being emitted by the crystals. Alright, so somehow there are crystals everywhere as you guys are going around just like growing in clusters on on the walls all over the place. Were they there before? Yes, yes, they they have been here the whole time. I'm sorry, I forgot to mention it. They have they have been here the whole time. Okay. Do they seem more abundant now, or do they seem just as normal as before? Because I remember you mentioning when we first saw them, they had a faint glow about them. Uh, if you if you get close and look at them, they still have these ones still have that same faint glow. Um, they look the the same as the ones you saw in the cargo bay. They they've been all over the station. I just forgot to mention it, and that's I apologize. Um. <laughs> But they they don't seem any different. They're not like moving or anything. They're just crystals, or maybe not. Well, me and the doctor are in agreement here that they're the these crystals are somehow correlated with messing with your brain brain waves and causing hallucinations and hysteria. So we know a cause. We just don't know what 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 how to stop it really i'm uh, i'm kind of pacing the entire floor i'm i'm not there so this conversation is having happening between so as as they're having that conversation bernice yeah. um you are you're sort of just moving back and forth around the area um and you hear Every you know, every few minutes, you hear a whisper or, or a skitter, or you see a shadow, uh, and you're really jumpy. And then you hear uh, a boom, and then like a like a like a like a metal a metal sound, uh, and you turn uh, and you see something emerging from the shaft. Uh, make a fear save. Okay. Eighty-five. Nope. All right. So that's too stress because uh, you you look as this thing. Uh, it looks like a gorilla. If a gorilla was made out of knives, um, it just it just pulls itself up. It looks almost 
metallic, but it's also got meat on it, but it just has spikes sticking out of like blades coming out of it at all angles. Uh, it just has one massive eye in the center of its head and it opens its, its mouth, uh, and drool just pulls out its jagged teeth, which also look like they're made of metal, just go in all sorts of directions and then as it, as it sees you and it is just, it's locked onto you. Uh, so. You also have your uh, thing, because you freaked out before. Your yep. death drive. Um, whenever you encounter a stranger or a known enemy, uh, you must make a sanity save or else immediately attack them. Well, I guess... Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's... I, I'm, I'm not going to make that, so... Yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm uh, going to immediately attack it. Well, then, uh, you have to make a speed check, because that's how you determine initiative. All right. Am I at disadvantage because of the suit? Yep. Okay. Great. Um, so I got an 89. So that's a, that's a fail. I failed both, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, so it goes... For, so the way, the way it works is when, uh, when you're doing initiative, it's everyone who passed their speed checks goes, then the enemies go, and then everyone who failed their speed checks. Uh, okay. So it goes first, uh, and it's basically just lunging itself at you. Uh, so you get to make an... Well, let me first see if it hits you. Uh, yes, that is a success, so make an armor save. Okay. That's a goes. bonus from your armor, I believe. Yeah, I added it in already. Okay. Uh, no, that's a fail. Uh, 70 out of 47. Okay, so, um, uh, okay, so it hits you, uh, and you take 12 damage. Okay. As it's blade, it just has, like, blades sticking out of its arms and all over its body, uh, and it just kind of, like, body checks you, and you get stabbed a few times. Uh, it hurts. Uh, alright. Yeah, in that case, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, uh, I, I swear under my breath, uh, I, I pull up my submachine gun, and I, I aim right for its fleshy bits, and I shoot. Okay. Uh, yeah, make a, make a combat check. You can definitely add your, uh, your uh, what you call it? Military training. Do I get like a like a a, a twitch action or a or a a, a quick action? Why? What do you want to do? Uh, so I have some stim packs. It grants an immediate two d ten to health and temporarily increases strength in combat by two d ten each for for one d ten hours. Check your thing real quick. Um. It would be. I think that would be a use. Like that. That would be your action because you have to. Okay. You have to take it out and jab yourself with it and inject it. So that that would be that would be your action. So that would be a full action. Okay. In that case, I'll I'll forego that. Um. All right. In that case, uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna shoot it. Um. So. Let me see. How I do? 
So that's 55 I'm rolling against. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, in this game, you could take two significant actions on your turn. Oh. Um, All right. In that so case... You could, you could do that, yeah. In that case, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stab myself with uh, with one of those. Um, so I get two d10 health. Uh, so I'll just use that roll. I get sixteen points. Um, so that's, and then I get uh, strength in combat, each increased by two d10. Uh, so that's six and two. <laughs> I just rolled two fucking critical successes. I rolled a thirty-three and an eleven. Wait, um, they don't count for this. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna go with. An inc- uh, can I assign those, or do I have to do those in order? I think it's in order. All right. So my strength goes up by six. So I'm at 33 strength, and my combat goes up to 47. And that is for 1d10 hours. So for three hours. All right. And now I'm going to shoot. Yep. And that is a 48 out of 57. Thing, um, yeah, you hit. All right. Um, so my damage is four d ten. And that's sixteen, eighteen, nineteen. Okay. Uh, you just you just let out into this thing. Uh, you also have to make a panic check because you are encountering a strange and horrifying alien for the first time. Sure. Um, so I rolled a 7 and my stress is 13. So no. Okay, so that's another fail. Uh, so now roll 2d10 again and add your stress to it. Okay. Uh, so that's 23. D3. <laughs> That's death drive again. Um, so we're just going to bump that up by another oh, nine days. Uh, so great. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Oh no, I, I read that wrong. It's not one uh, d ten days. It's x d ten days, where x is equal to your stress. So what's your stress? My stress is thirteen. All right, so for the next two weeks, uh, you're you're in death drive. Okay. Uh, so Chris and, and James, you hear the the burst of gunfire, uh, and you turn and you see this thing uh, attacking attacking Bernice. So both of you also make fear saves. Sixty. No. for Chris. What about you, Jums? I um, I passed. Alright, just one. Both of you make panic checks as well. That's the one where we roll two d10s? 
Yes, 2d10, and you want to get over your current stress. Uh-oh. I'm sorry, my damn idiot of a cat ran off with my pencil. Cat stole your pencil? Uh, ten. This isn't looking good. And five. Fifteen. So I rolled over, yes. You rolled uh, over so... your stress? I rolled over my stress. Alright, so you lose one stress and you're good. I did not roll over my stress. My stress is 18 and I rolled a 7. Alright, so now roll those 2d10 again and add your stress to it and tell me what you got. So I'm adding the 2d10 and then my stress? Okay. So, 31. Oh. <laughs> is that the um, same thing again? No. No. He, he rolled uh, over 30, so he just dies. Oh. Oh, right. Um, I remember I don't that know if he to kill James, though. Um. Just scares to death. <laughs> um. To be honest, it doesn't sound like the, either the rest of us are going to make it too much longer anyway. I mean, I'll we'll, we'll wait a second. I don't want to just kill James. I'm not I'm not a huge fan of the you rolled poorly so you just die mechanic. Uh, yeah. At least not on the table like that. If if you're gonna if you're gonna die, um, uh, so I will say, uh, James. However, um, you do. It just the, the fear just physically hurts you. Um, so instead of instead of just killing you, uh, take fifteen damage. God damn! Well, that killed me because that's my max health. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You, you could all you could always have James roll up Patricia really fast. The one armed android. Yeah. Maybe maybe next time. Um, what's your what's your total health, James? Uh, my total health is thirty eight. I, I I was kidding. Okay, well, because if you lose more than your max health in one hit, you have to make a panic roll. Ah, uh, okay. So, uh, uh, what was I taking? Five da- 15 damage. Fifteen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you guys see big monster attacking Bernice. Uh, so if you would like to jump into combat, both of you make speed checks with disadvantage because you're wearing suits. This is great. I'm loving this. 19 or 26. Both of them are less than my speed. Uh, 14 and 39. Uh, no, 14 and 29 are less than my speed. Okay, so... Uh... James, you got 29. What was your higher one, Chris? Uh, The higher one was 26. So James did better. So it's James, Chris, Monster, Ryan. So James, you're up. Uh, I'm going to turn to the android and be like, hey, you see that thing, right? That's real? It is very frightening. And then I'm going to shoot it with my... my, my, uh... My rigging gun. Yeah, make a roll it. Combat, right? 
with uh, training. All right, so 25 out of 42. Okay. Uh, you hit it, so roll your damage. You don't get triple damage this time, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's 14. Okay. Uh, so the it doesn't impale it, so uh, it like it like moves at the last second, and uh, you the the harpoon like cuts a huge gash in the side of it, but it's not it's not impaled. Uh, so you'd have to use one of your actions next turn to like reel your harpoon back in. Uh, okay. Chris, you is up. Right. Well, I'm gonna shoot it well with that big ass gun that I've got. What's that big ass gun you've got? The one that does the the percentile dice damage, the laser, laser cutter. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so roll a hit. That's uh, combat. Uh. <laughs> I rolled an eighty-eight. <laughs> oh, you're welcome, Ryan. Alex. Ryan, um, make an Help. armor save, Ryan. No. Oh. All right, Chris, roll for damage. Okay. Sorry, Ryan. And that's a crit. Uh, there's no crit effect. And a 62. 62. 62. Okay, Ryan. Um, I'm vaporized because my health is 58. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, okay. Well, this went to hell in a handbasket. Uh, <laughs> so. Ryan, you like <laughs> jump Bernice like maneuvers out of the way of this massive creature. Uh and then suddenly it's just de- you just see this flash and you're dead. Um you two um uh Je- Jebediah and Wayne. Uh Jebediah, you see the, the flash from Wayne's gun. You you could feel the heat from the laser blaster on the side of your face. Uh and you watch this this arc of hot energy just slam into Bernice uh, and just carve a hole in her tor- torso. Um, it's just like she's just, where her torso was is nothing. Uh, and there's a split second where she's able to like look down in shock and then look up at you guys and then she dies. Um, so both of Oops. you make uh, and then you watch uh, so she dies as you both stand there in shock. And then the creature just fades away like the bat thing did before. Uh, so both, ah, I killed it! Both of you make sanity saves. What kind of save was that? Sanity. Mm, 42. No good. All right. Nope. I didn't make it. Wait, did you pass, Chris? No. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's three stress for you, Chris. And two for okay. mm-hmm. Uh Then both of you make panic checks, too, because that just happened. Okay, five and one. Six. That's less than 16. Uh, Bernice locked the door to the ship. Yeah, and I vaporized her hand. Oh yeah. Uh, all right. I uh, rolled at my my thing. Um. If you roll equal to or lower, you're okay. Okay. Oh, oh no 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 no! I'm sorry. If you roll equal to or lower, you fail. Um, yeah. Okay. So you both get panic yeah. effects. So 
Uh, both of you roll 2d10 and add your current stress. Uh, and it's 6. 16 and 16 is 32. Okay. Uh, yeah, if I roll more than um, my my stress is at twenty, so I rolled the a fifteen, so I rolled the thirty five. Yeah, so we're right. both supposed well, to die too. I mean, yeah, it's supposed it's a, the thirty plus is heart attack, instant death. Uh, instead, uh, you're both you both take. You know, um, if if you want, I mean, I don't, uh, James, gonna... you take. Oh, that's not bad. You okay. take six more damage. And Wayne, instead, um, you you still have your helmet on, so you don't hear it. But the the, the so the the medical bay has a bunch of glass around it. Um, mm-hmm. the, the glass behind you in the medical bay just explodes inward, uh, and this long. It looks like a worm with arms um, reaches in. It's it, the head is just this circular maw filled with teeth, uh, and it has these two ridiculously long arms that it's reaching forward to grab you with. Uh, so, what are you going to do, uh, Je- Jebediah? You hear that too? You're starting to think that running might be a good idea. Oh yeah, that is that is um, my my main idea. Also, probably getting. Uh... Bernice's gun. She had an um, SMG. Ryan, uh, just odd, odds or evens, Ryan. Uh, evens. Oh, that's odds. She was holding it right at chest level. There's no more SMG. Okay, then running back to the ship is uh, my top priority. I also had uh, a couple of grenades. Uh, they. They're they're gone, and anything useful on you is just toast. Yeah, you got you got vaporized real good. Yeah, the real useful thing was your hand. Yeah, that too. Um. All right, so uh, it's still it's still you guys before the monster. It's just a different monster. So, uh, James, you're up first. You're you're um, trying to run. Away. I I think it's time to run. That's going to be a speed check uh, with zero G if you got it, because you're in you're in zero G. I do not have that. You're at disadvantage for speed because of your vac suits. <clears throat> yeah. So I didn't pass either of them. So uh, ninety and seventy five. No, I did not. Uh, so you. Uh, you you scream uh, and just launch yourself out of the med bay and just kind of overshoots uh, the hatch in your panic. Uh, it, you just you just kind of sail over it. Chris, what are you doing? Giant- um, yeah, so I've been trying to run away for a while, and the only thing stopping me was Ryan was going to shoot me, and now that he can't stop me, I'm going to run away. Okay. Uh, so same thing. It's going to be speed with zero G at disadvantage because of your back suit. Okay, I got a sixty-one and I got an eighty-one. So eighty-one is the worst one, and uh, yeah, that's way too high. 
Right. Uh, so the monster is attacking you. Uh, but it failed. So you just kind of, you try to run away, but you just kind of wind up making yourself spin in place. But because you just kind of do a backflip, it's reaching for you, misses. It would be comical if it wasn't about to lead to your death. Uh, so, James, you're up again. Um, zero G, speed, disadvantage, same thing. Or if you have athletics, I'll let you use that. Oh, okay, even with my... I forgot I had athletics. Um, but also let even you use military with... training. I can't hear you, James. Can anyone else hear James? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can hear him. I did it again. One sec. Hi, my name is James, and I see that you have joined this chat. All right. Yes, I can hear James again. I don't know why sometimes the chat just decides I can't hear James. I, I don't know. Uh, did Maybe you hear it? It... Yeah, yeah. So uh, even with uh, the bonuses you let me use, I still failed. Crit fail? No crit fails. Okay. Uh, so you're just kind of scrambling in midair, trying to get through the the passage, but you're just you're just too fucking freaked out. Chris, what are you doing? To try it again. To get away. Right. Yeah. Uh, I will also, if you have military training or athletics, you can use that. Mm, well, I have uh, zero G and I have athletics. Oh, okay. Well, zero G is better. So if you have that, do that. Ten either way. I rolled a two, and I rolled a thirty. Both of those are good. Okay, uh, so you you manage to find your footing this time, uh, and you you dive out the door uh, of the the medical bay. Uh, you go sailing out. The thing, what is it going to do? It does better. Uh, make an uh, armor save, Chris. A what save armor? Yes. Let's see. 17. That's good. 17. Okay. Uh, so if you... I'll just double check real quick. I forget. Do you take no damage? Or... Uh, you lose in a post-combat check. Uh, okay. Um... Okay, um, so it beats your armor save, though, so it hits you. Um, but you're, you're still moving, but it gets you as you're going. It got a 52. Uh, so you take uh, 19 points of damage from its claws. It just sort of hits you and just rakes its claws down your legs as you're you're flying through. You scream. Uh, you're you get a notification on your on the helmet of your vac suit that you have to reach. Uh, but you you manage to make it to the the mouth of the of the shaft, and you can start to pull yourself down. That's good. James, you're up. Still trying to run like hell. Right, uh, same thing. The monster is now slithering out of the medical bay, pulling itself on its hands, heading towards the shaft. What uh, What happened to Patricia? Uh, she's still in the medical bay, kind of watching in shock. 
You want to yeah, roll so, up? Um, Brian? Oh, I already 40, Oh, okay. 46 out of 40. So I still haven't been able to get it. All right. Uh, so, yeah, you're just kind of bouncing around. Uh, Patricia, make a speed check real quick then. See where I fall in the combat initiative. Not in a vac suit. Uh, nope, uh, but I still failed, so I'm at the bottom of the turn. Uh, I'm going to say, because of your current state, that any physical action is going to be a disadvantage. Okay, that's because fair. Your, there's most of you is missing. Uh, okay, so James, you just kind of so, flounder. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry, quick question. Just just to double check, I am two legs, a torso, an arm, and a head. I'm just down an arm. You are a torso, an arm, and a head. Okay, so I'm I'm I have no legs at all. Okay. Uh, well, I can't help with combat, but I can possibly. What What are Patricia's directives? Is she Is she a preserve organic life at at all costs type of robot, or is she a? a she's a uh, preserve the station at all. Uh, she's she's basically there to be the caretaker for the station. The idea being there's a, a whole bunch of really hoity-toity scientists working all the time. They're not going to take care of the place and clean up after themselves. That's what she's for. Okay. Um, how is that affected by the fact that she was dismembered by one of them? I mean, she would... One of her directives is not to take uh, like physical action against the crew. Okay, so protect herself. So, so she doesn't hold grudges against organics. I'll, I'll leave that up to you. Okay. <laughs> Maybe Ryan holds grudge against Chris, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's up to Ryan. I mean, we'll we'll see. Uh, I so so. Um, Sorry, uh, Wayne, Wayne and the monster are currently chasing. The monster is chasing Wayne down the shaft. So Wayne just got to the shaft and started pulling himself down. The monster is following him towards the shaft. Okay. Uh, Jebediah is just kind of floundering around, uh, kind of like bouncing off walls, not really going anywhere. Uh, and All you, right. Patricia, are still in the medical bay. All right. In that case, I, I guess I will I will help the poor human that is floundering around. Uh, it is right now. It is uh, Chris's turn first. Okay. Uh, so Chris, uh, you are in the shaft. Uh, that is going to be a uh, again speed with zero g at okay. disadvantage. Um, question: When um, Bernice locked the ship before? With the handprint, that's something we were that we uh, knew about beforehand. That's something you that you saw her do it. What's that? You saw her do it. No, I know, but is it something we knew that Bernice could do? Um, I mean, you probably know she could do it if she's like the security officer of the ship. Hmm. Uh, I mean, okay. whether or not you've seen her do it before is different, but. It's something she could yeah, do. Yeah, no, I wouldn't need to see it. But we we knew. And so I know that in order to get back into that ship, we need her hand, and it was vaporized. You also well, need her. I mean... Right, so I'm uh, fleeing toward that other ship. Yeah. Is, well, so, is where uh, I was going with that. Yeah, what, what, what Alex had said was that Vanessa, the AI, the onboard AI, can override that. But you basically have to plead for your life with a with a soulless machine. 
Yeah, I'm going to flee toward the other ship. Okay. Uh, so it's still going to be uh, speed check plus uh, 0G at disadvantage. 50 over you're trying to outrun this thing. 63. So I think I don't make that. 38 plus 0G, so 48 now. Right. Uh, it follows you down and catches up to you. So make an armor save again. Yeah, I rolled a two. That's good. Uh, it did better, unfortunately. So you take yeah. another. Oh, not bad. Six points of damage. All right. Uh. So, uh, James, you also watch as the thing just you're you're. So the thing is coming towards you, and you think, well, I'm dead. You're just kind of floating in midair. There's no way you can really get away. And it just ignores you and, and follows Wayne down the shaft. Uh, and Ryan, you're up. Patricia. Um, he's, he's like floating around, bouncing around. Yeah. Uh, all right. In that case, I'm going to try to, uh, to stop him, if I can, at all, with one arm. Uh, you can certainly try. Uh, I'd say speed. At disadvantage? Yeah. And if you have any applicable skills. I don't think that I do as an android. Yeah. Uh, mathematics? I can predict the physics really well. <laughs> um, I'll fuck it, sure. All right. That is... Okay. 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 Shit. Yeah, uh, 49 out of 55. Okay. Uh, you managed to, to basically just launch yourself through the air and, and hit him in just the right way and wrap your arm around him that the two of you go spinning uh, and, and land on the ground and he manages to grab onto something and you're, you're okay. Uh, so, James, it's your turn. So this, it, it, it's chasing Way, right? It's chasing Wayne. It, it ignored you. Well, I, I was flopping around and panicking. Uh, Way killed Bernice, even even though Bernice was going a bit crazy. Um, I'm not entirely sure if he did that on purpose, but um, if if he dies, um, I'm pretty much left alone here. Um. So I'm going to shoot my flare at the monster chasing him. Okay. Well, you have, yeah. You, I'll say your, your spear gun has re, rewound if you want to use that, but you can use your flare too. Yeah, but, uh, if, if Agnes, um, uh, uh, Betty said that they chase the light, so maybe he might chase the light if, if I don't crit fail and accidentally hit Chris. Uh, yeah, so. You better not do that. What sort of uh, asshole is that? Uh, and, <laughs> and your military training. Alright, so, uh, 40 out of 30, uh, 42. Okay. Fails, so roll damage. That's only 1d10, but it was still fun to shoot a flare. Look at that. Perfect 10. 
Nice. Uh, so you you aim your flare gun down and and the the burning hot ball of, of phosphorus fires down the shaft uh, and hits right into the the gray fleshy back of this worm thing. Uh, it lets out a squeal and you you could see the the flesh start to burn, but it just keeps going after after Wayne. Excellent shot. Thank you, Chris. Uh, you succeeded, so you make it down. Uh, in t- oh no, you did not succeed your zero G check. So you're you're still pulling your way through uh, the, the the shaft with this thing hot on your tail. So you could you can make your speed plus zero G check. I'll say you've got enough adrenaline right now that you can ignore the disadvantage. Um. Hmm. Now this thing's real close. Even if I make it to the ship, I'm gonna have to stop and open the door, and then it will eat me. So I think while I'm still not quite caught, I'm gonna try and shoot it. Okay. With your with your your uh, laser cutter. Yeah. All right. So you spin around. Uh, make that's combat. Fifty-six. So no. Can I change my action to not being in the shaft in case he crit fails again? <laughs> uh, I just regular failed. It's fine. Just regular failed. Okay. Um, so you boom just let off this burst of energy, uh, and it, it your shot just goes wide. Uh, and now this thing is going to try to get you. Make an armor save. Mm-hmm. No. Okay, so it hits, and you take uh, eighteen more damage. Okay. Do you? What's your health at? Twenty-five. Okay. Uh, and then Ryan. Um, well, I have, I have nothing on me, no weapons. Uh, so I suppose, um, uh, I, I turn to, uh, Jebediah and I, I say, uh, based on my observations, I suspect that these creatures are, are personal mental projections. Uh, this one seems to be generated by your friend down there, which is why it's so interested in killing him. The two of us should oh. be able to slip out. Well, yeah, I, I kind of thought it was the reincarnation of Bernice uh, getting a revenge for her death. But oh, no, I, you... I hadn't considered that. But uh, yeah, uh, we definitely need to make our way down there so we can get to either my ship or the other ship. Uh, I'm hoping my AI will let me in once I explain the situation to her. Um, she's more company property than, you know, we can't have any more failures. I, I may be able to persuade my way past her compu- security locks. I, I am quite, a ver- quite adept at uh, computer technology. Uh, and I can aid you in the in the uh, check in the, in, in <laughs> wow that's meta. Uh, I, I can <laughs> I can I can aid you uh, in any way I can uh, with your zero g maneuverability. Uh, that would be much appreciated. 
so I'll, I'll say this. Uh, if you're just going to slowly make your way down, James, you don't have to roll for it. Um, <laughs> if you want to... If you want to stay engaged in the combats and try to like keep shooting at the thing, you would have to make a roll to kind of catch up with it and stay in range. If you're if you're just going to kind of let Wayne fend for himself, uh, you can just slowly make your way down and not have to roll. No, nah, I'm not going to let him fend for himself. That'd be that'd be okay. rude. I, I was going to try think, and I think maybe you should. <laughs> I was going to try and harpoon it and ride it down. <laughs> While it chased it. <laughs> Sounds like okay. a terrible idea. Um, Do it. So I love it. Be, uh, that's going to be combat. You can add your military training. Um, yeah, it's not. <laughs> All right, so it is at a 31 out of 52. Uh, 42. 31 out of 42. Don't impale it, because you did not get a crit. Yeah. Um, but you do still hit it. Uh, so, roll for damage. I will say, though, however, uh, you didn't impale it, but the harpoon uh, could become embedded in a wall next to it, so if you wanted to, you could use that to pull you down the shaft, rather than having to make the, the zero-G check. I would much appreciate that. And I got a 14 for damage. Okay. Uh, again, same way as when you shot the, the other thing before. You don't impale it. You just kind of like cut a gouge through it. Um, it's, it's it's still right there. It's it's real nasty. Yeah, it seems hell-bent on, on getting away. So, Chris, what would you like to do? Um, I guess... Um... James is nearby now. Uh, Jeb, he's he's getting close. He's what? I believe Patricia's on my uh, Hank coming with me as well because she can grab onto me to as yeah, we go down. I, I think I think you're wearing Patricia like a backpack almost. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, then I guess I'll try and shoot it. Uh, what are you going to use? What, what do you mean the gun that I've been using? takes one round to recharge between shots. Does it say that? I thought it said it had five shots. The laser cutter? Laser cutter. Holds six laser shots. Takes one hour to recharge via ship's generator. So it takes one round to recharge between shots. Um, are we looking it's at something? On the, gun, it's on the weapon table on the inside front cover. Laser cutter. Takes one round to re- Doesn't say that on the other spot, but alright. It does say that there. Uh, I have the other thing. Hand welder? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the hand I will say, you, you are kind of... Cl- it is pretty close. You could hand weld... Use the hand welder if you wanted to. I guess... Um... Hmm... Use the body cam or bioscanner. The, 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 the round, it's above the wide beam laser. Built to scrap ship, 700 meter range. Takes one round to recharge every shot. And let's see. Maybe I'll just try and get some space between me and it then. Uh, you could use the, pro bar to, the crowbar to pry some space between the two of you. 
Yeah, yeah, let me crowbar us. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, so if you're just going to try to get away, that's going to be a uh, zero-G speed again. Yeah, okay, I'll do that. 92. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, it, it gets you. So make a make an armor save. Set, no. Mm-mm, no. Oh, all right. You get a get. Uh, that's eight more damage. <laughs> all right. Ryan, what would you like to do? Um, right, James. Is there is there anything I can do uh, with zero arms? Because my my one my one appendage is currently clinging to this human. Uh, I don't. Not that I can think of. Um. Uh, not not really. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. sorry. All right, that's that's fine. Uh, I well, okay. Um. Considering okay. that we're being pulled down by my harpoon, um, I mean, I guess like momentum would pull you forward. You could take my flare and shoot the other flare at it if you uh, wanted to attempt that. Sure. Give it a shot. Sure. Sure. Why um, not? I will. I will take the flare gun. I'm gonna say you don't have disadvantage for that because it's just like a one arm thing. That's okay. the combat. Uh, if you have military training or anything. I do not. Yeah. So just straight combat. All right. Uh, that is a no. I miss. Okay. Yeah, the, the the flare goes wide and the gun is empty. James, back to you. Well, my harpoon is... Uh, am I close enough to the thing you, to try and... You spent your other action, like, reeling yourself in, so it, it's, it's reloaded. You can shoot again. Okay. Um, yeah, all right, then I'll shoot at it again. Roll for damage. Or roll to hit. Yeah. So, 31. All right, that's a hit. Roll the damage. Sixteen. Okay. Uh, again, you don't you don't you don't impale it, but you you cut another big groove yeah. through it. Are you gonna do the same thing to reel yourself down the shafts? Yes. Okay. Uh, Chris, you're up. the The light on your laser cutter goes green because you're ready for another shot. All right, here we go. Fifty one. No, I missed. Okay. Uh, you didn't crit fail though. Nope. Uh, the, the shot goes. The shot goes wide uh, as the the thing just gets closer to you. So make an armor save. Uh, Twenty four. And it failed. So it it moved itself out of the way to avoid your shots, and it just it put itself in a bad position. So it swipes at you, but it misses. Uh, Ryan. Um, I have I have no shots left in the flare gun. Yeah, it's only had two. All right. Um, in that case, uh, can I can I uh, you know with my with my keen android eyes and my predictive ability uh, assist uh, with Jeb's firearms roll? Um, I'll say make a. You had mathematics. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you can roll intellect plus mathematics, and if you succeed, you can get advantage. Okay. Uh, so the next roll. Uh, supreme mathematics. 
Supreme Mathematics. Yeah, 28 out of uh, 54. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you, you tell him, you know, based on where its trajectory is now, you should aim here in order to hit it. Uh, and it's it's your roll, James, so you can roll your combat with advantage. Okay, yeah, I realized I just said all that with my mic muted. Um, I got a 50 for the first roll and a 33 out of 42 for the second roll. <laughs> nice. Uh, so roll damage. Actually, fuck it, you don't have to. Uh, well, you can if you want. All right, so 12. Three. Because you got a crit. Uh, yes, uh, so 36. Uh, so you, you impale this thing. Uh, uh, waning, you watch. The thing is lunging towards you. You just see this gaping maw, and you're just thinking, sit, this is how I die. And then you see uh, a harpoon pierce through this thing's head, and it... Uh, and uh, Jebediah, with the half-android on his back, just reels himself in towards it, screaming... Uh, and just as you're about to get close to it, James, the thing just disappears again, uh, and you just go majestically sailing right through where it was, uh, and then land on the deck uh, at the bottom of the cargo hold. Oh, see, if you have a clear, a calm mind, and you're not flailing around like a lunatic, you won't be flopping around like a dead fish in zero-G. My word, that was stressful. So I'm probably flopping around like a dead fish. Uh, your your momentum is carrying you in the general direction of down towards the cargo bay. Yeah. But for the whole beginning of that, I was flopping around like a dead fish. The tables have turned. Not in great shape now. Can I extend the android out to him to, <laughs> to have him grab on and land. pull him down? He'll land. <laughs> Yeah, not yeah. not as gracefully as you. Uh, so you're you're in the cargo bay. What are you guys gonna do? Uh, I think I'm gonna head to our ship and see if the data download is finished and try to beg um, Vanessa to let us in. Right, so you you check. You still have an hour left on the data download, um, but you can you can radio Vanessa. Oh, uh, hello, Jebediah. How are things going on the station? I thought I uh, not good, Vanessa. They're not going good at all. Um, uh, we're being attacked by monsters, and um, uh, PFC Denise um, has uh, perished, and we need to get back on the ship for safety. That's Bernice, you son of a bitch. Oh, yeah, Bernice, my bad. Honor my memory, Denise. That is oh. that's unfortunate, but it was, it was PFC Bernice that put the lock on the door. I'm not sure I should... Uh, lift it. Um, look, we all know that Bernice was here as a uh, uh, as security. Um, I don't think she really has the authority to lock down the ship as opposed to we are all company property and company assets. Oh, on the contrary. Bernice most definitely had the permission to lock down the ship. I could override her order if there was a prevailing reason why I should do so. If, if um, company yes, a lot of companies... 
were to be damaged by me leaving the door locked, I would, of course, open it. But uh, all the company property is currently located on the ship. Okay, so I'm going to point my ship-destroying gun at it and say, Open the door or I'll cause damage to the ship! Uh, make a... Hmm. Okay, uh, the, the lock, the, the airlock goes to green. Alright. Hey. What? Oh, oh, okay. Let's go. <laughs> I'm gonna walk into the through the open door of the ship and just collapse to the ground. Okay, as you as you get back onto your ship, gravity reinstates itself too, uh, so you could do that. You just collapse. <laughs> oh, uh, Vanessa, this is uh, oh, crap. What was the, the android's name again? Patricia. Patricia. Uh, Vanessa, this is Patricia. Um, she's the only Station, survivor. Station Android aboard the Curie. Ah, it's a pleasure to meet you, Patricia. I will be interested to hear your your uh, tale about what happened on the station. I'll be very interested to tell it. All right, so an hour later, uh, <laughs> you get the, the notice that the download has completed, uh, and Vanessa tells you, I have downloaded the data from the computers of the Marie Curie. Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to go through this data. It's outside my... 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 wow skill sets. Uh, but we have acquired all the data. Have you completed the other tasks that the company outlined for you? Uh, yes, the uh, beacon uh, for, has been placed. Uh, we collected data. Uh, we discovered what happened to the other to the other, uh, to, to the other ship's uh, crew, and uh, we saved any survivors that we came across. Um, so that's all four objectives completed. Please take us home. Very good, Jebediah. I will note that in my log. Uh, I shall disengage from the ship, and we can make, and you can start making your way back to the cryosleep pod. Uh, you hear the the engines of your ship to start to spin up again, uh, and the airlock disengages, and you start to gently pull away. I and I I sleep, I just sleep and dream, dream of. Disembodied corpses and ghosts killing everybody. Uh, Ryan. Yeah. Odds or evens? Uh, I said evens last time. Let's go with odds. Okay. I rolled odds. There's no crystals on your ship. Uh, yeah. So you... Thank God, because I was thinking about my sample that I took, and I was like, oh shit, I took a sample of the crystals onto the ship. Like, oh wait, no, we analyzed it in the lab. Yeah, you, you uh-huh. left behind. Sure. Um, well, yeah, you were analyzed. Yeah, uh, it got left behind. So, um, yeah, so you, as as you pull away, uh, it's like a day or two before you actually go into cryo sleep. You, within a few hours, uh, Wayne, you start to feel, well, uh, you're still hurting a lot. You have very many and very terrible wounds. Um, you may never walk properly again, but you're yeah, alive. Uh, and the, the auto dock in the medical bay is, is taking care of you. Uh, and the morphine really helps take the edge off. But, uh, you even, you start, you, you don't hear the whispers anymore and you don't see the shadows. And after a while, the, the paranoia starts to fade as well. 
uh, and you mentally you feel back to normal, other than the oh, massive amount of guilt. Uh, yeah, the, the <laughs> guilt. You, you know, you did kill your friend, and there was some really fucked up shit. But you're not feeling paranoid anymore, at least. You leave the collider. As you pull away, you can see the lights are on on the outside of the ship, uh, of the of the station, because uh, you turned the power back on. But you you leave the Marie Curie behind you. Uh, and continue on your way. Uh, same number of crew, just you replaced Bernice with Patricia. I beg your Different pardon, Vanessa. Limbs. I was gonna say, I beg your pardon, Vanessa. Do you happen to have any spare android limbs lying? <laughs> I'll, I'll see if we can whip something up for you, Patricia. Nice new batch of android milk to power it. <laughs> yep. You gotta get the milk. Yeah. All right, so that's where that's where we'll end the collider. Uh, so, what do you guys think? I, I really thought that was fantastic. Right. I did yeah. die. I, if I took any more physical damage, I'd be dead. And I died twice, you know, from the sanity rolls. But oh, yeah, you know. I did die from the sanity roll too. Yeah, I mean, I'm honestly, I'm not. That's the one thing I don't like. I don't like those kind of things where you just you roll. So you roll on a table and you just die. Yeah. Like if you're, you're going to die, it should be from actions that you take in the game. Um, I don't think I would mind it. It just seemed like it was a little too easy to do in this game, considering it happened three times. Well, I was also laying on the stress a little bit more because it was a, a, a one shot. shot. Yeah. But yeah, I, I can see how that could be a problem. Yeah, I think if, if you're doing a campaign, it's more of a more of a slow build. And if you have uh, a crew member with the psychology skill, they can roll that to reduce your stress. Uh, so there's there's more opportunity to you know recover from that. As you, as you level up, you gain resolve, which uh, reduces your panic effect rolls. Um, so you there there are ways to mitigate it as the game goes on. I also think this game type would be a fun campaign. It could be. Um, I feel like the uh, the level zero because I I think the way it's supposed to work it's it's like a funnel, right? If you survive the first se- the first session, you level up to level one, and you get like an extra. Exactly, you are all level zero characters, so you you the ones of you that survived have now leveled up to level one, and you get a few points to spend, and you can up your your stats a bit. I would have kept my old character then. I know. I forget, I don't have them anymore. Otherwise, yeah. But yeah, um, that was. I wrote this one. This wasn't a pre-gen. Um, ooh, me. So nah, it was really good. I I enjoyed it. I just wish I could have discovered more about it without worrying about all of us trying to kill each other. Yeah. Well, so do you want to know what happens? Do, do you want to know what actually happened? Uh, sure. Yes. All right, so uh, the the beginning part, you found out they activated the the particle accelerator. Uh, it just was a lot more power than they expected. There was the explosion; it sent them across uh, space, and in the the brief second, they were in interdimensional whatever. Um, uh, alien latched onto the ship. Um, it actually latched onto all the crew members who got melded with the hull, uh, which were like twelve of them. But eleven of them died. That one Santiago uh, survived because, uh, like, just his foot got stuck, and so he was patient zero essentially. Um, 
when his paranoia and the infection reached stage three, he fled into the accelerator ring uh, where he died, and then the crystals sprouted out of him. Uh, so he was the source. Uh, and then they spread throughout the ship, and then the crystals had the same effects on everyone else. So if you had decided to venture into the ring uh, and destroyed the core cluster of crystals that was emanating from his head, it would have killed the rest of the crystals. Um, and then a few days before you guys arrived, Betty, uh, who is trying to basically uh, avoid paying tolls and things, uh, was taking a, a long way around and detected the distress beacon uh, and investigated it, uh, and she got infected by the, the crystals uh, and then powered the station back down uh, and was hiding out, hiding from the monster that her mind had created when you guys showed up. Awesome. Yeah. More body I... didn't mind, but that was it, yeah. So that, no, that's I... what the insanity saves that you that you rolled and I just didn't make you take any stress for that's the the infection taking hold on you james just kept fucking passing so he didn't <laughs> that was like the only thing i kept passing everything else i kept fucking up on yeah there are three stages so the first time you fail uh you you just start to get paranoid and then the second time you hear the, the whispers and like see shadows and movement and then after the third time the third stage of the infection makes the the monsters manifest to kill you but they focus on you. Like, they're, they're just out to get you. Uh, if James had, like, gotten in the way of the worm that was going after Chris, uh, then it would attack him. Like, if you were physically in between him and its and their prey, it would attack you. Otherwise, it just ignores you. But you'll keep manifesting more until you die or you get out of the effect of the crystals. And we did. You did both. We didn't. We didn't kill the baddie, but that wasn't one of our directives. Oh, and he wasn't really a baddie. He was. He was a victim too. Um. So you'll just have to hope that whoever comes to this place in a few years uh, figures that out and kills him. Yeah, I mean, also, I, I mean I'm also armed with the knowledge that 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 the crystals were the effect. So. I mean, you that that would be in your report you send back to the company, so they'll they'll be yeah. able to look out for that. Uh, also, the Betty's Bets uh, was infected with crystal, so if you had tried to escape in that ship, which you could have, uh, you would have just brought them with you. Hooray. Yeah. Also, if all three of you wouldn't be able to escape in there, because there's only two cryopods. So that would have been fun, too. Anywho, uh, that's, that's the end. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I did. I yeah, it was fun. Oh, uh, uh, by the way, James, if you hadn't uh, harpooned closer closer to me when that worm was chasing me, I was just going to try and overload my gun and blow it up, destroy uh, <laughs> destroy the two of us. But then you got oh. too close, and I felt bad. So that, that would have destroyed <laughs> more than just the two of you. I appreciate that. Yeah. That probably would have taken a large chunk of the station with it too. And hey, Maybe. we all. We all survived. Yeah, sort well, of. Sort I mean, of. Ryan's second character survived. Yeah, Bernice didn't so much, but she kind of earned it in the end. Yeah. She was kind of a dick. Yeah, yeah. I was considering doing that on purpose for a little bit, but then I did it by accident. 
Yeah, it worked out. All right. Well, thanks for playing. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell Craig to leave unless anyone has any last will thoughts. Nah, tell Craig to fuck off. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, Craig. <laughs>